0: The following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations.
1: It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions.
2: Hi, this
0: is Ian Sinclair. And I'm Joe McDonald. And you're listening to the Tsunami, Tsunami Faithful, Faithful Podcast.
2: Podcast.
3: Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me today is
4: hey, Samurai Derailmatics and your esteemed announcer Jim Nelson.
3: Now as you heard earlier in the bump, we may possibly have a few special guests later. Oh yes, we have Dandy and Meow from Space Dandy. But until then, it's an intimate threesome.
4: Ooh, my manashi- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we're gonna say the same thing yes they're oh, just gonna
3: finish each other's sentences or even say them at the same time that that's a new level saying them at the same time
1: we are on the same wavelength baby
4: yes we are
3: the Durrell also says a lot of the same things i'm trying to say at the same time on this show i've noticed
4: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry man but i don't hung out with y'all for so long now i was play. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Hey, I blame the alcohol. It gives me, like, ESP powers, man.
1: (laughs) Roll are ESPN. Two. Screw ESPN. They hate hockey.
4: Ooh. We're we're not going to talk about that, Jim. Oh, my.
1: Yeah, don't get me started when it comes to hockey.
3: Yeah. Anyway. We got a big show this week because it is the final episode of Space Dandy, and therefore our final Space Dandy recap. Or is it? (laughs) We'll talk more about that later.
1: I don't want Space Dandy to go. (laughs) <laughs> None of us
3: want space dandy to go uh,
1: but uh, we'll fa we'll, uh more of uh, space dandy's fate shall be revealed uh later
3: or very soon actually just wanted to let you know we also have the usual news we have q and a Q&A to talk about and uh, the attack on Titan recap because attack on Titan aired but Helsing did not and because of that we have uh, a little uh talk back for beware the Batman because it is also parting ways and that is also sad
1: yes uh that is revealed in the news
3: but first something happy our space dandy recap
1: for the last time
3: oh now you made it sad
1: yeah i know it's supposed to be happy but how can i be happy until it comes out on blu-ray you
4: sound like emo dandy right now i want to die i want to die (laughs)
3: space dandy episode 26 never-ending dandy baby this time, I decided to mention some of the other fine people that worked on Space Dandy on the Japanese side as well as the Funimation side because we haven't really shown them enough love yet. So, the character designer and animation director for the majority of the series was Yoshiyuki Ito. The main mechanical designer, as we mentioned at one point, is Thomas Romaine. There is a whole alien design team for Space Dandy, which we've never really mentioned, though some of the people on this team have worked in other capacities on the show. And that includes Gakuo Ogata, Kiniriki Manto, Kiyotaka Oshiyama, Makoto Ishiwara, Michio Mihara, Nami Niku ATK, Nio, Shintaro Doge, Takuhito Kusanagi, Yuka Koiso. Those are the regular folks that came up with the amazing alien designs for Space Dandy.
1: So props to them. Incredible
3: imagination throughout. Let's just let Jim take over from here.
1: The title design that is the person we believe designed the wonderful Space Dandy title was Toshiaki Uesugi. Design works was taken care of by Shingo Takeba. Art director, Ryo Kono. Assistant art director, Yumiko Kondo. Color designer... Yuko Kobari. VFX director, that's the visual effects director, Yoshiyuki Take. Editing, Kiyoshi Hirose. The recording director was Shoji Hata. Sound effects taken care of by Yoshiki Matsunaga. Mix engineering, Masashi Yabuhara. Music producer, Keisuke Tominaga. General music taken care of by the Space Dandy Band. Your director was Shingo Natsume. And your general director was Shinichiro Watanabe. But wait, there's more! Yes. Screenplay, Shinichiro Watanabe. Animation director, Yoshiyuki Ito. Mechanical and effects animation director, Gosei Oda. Storyboards and unit direction, Shingo Natsume.
3: Yes, those were the episode credits in
1: particular. Yes, and these were a lot of the names that you saw throughout the entire Um, throughout the entire run of the show. Like the the Space Dandy band, for example, did most of the music. You'll see that if you get the soundtrack.
3: On the Funimation side, the head writer is John Bergmere. For this episode, the script adaptation was by Jamie Markey. The ADR direction was by Zach Bolton. And someone we have not mentioned, as far as I know, through the entirety of these recaps, is uh, Steve Simmons and Nita Liu. They were the Japanese
1: translation team. Good job, guys. So they, Especially under the time constraints you were Yeah, wrong.
3: seriously. <laughs> More about that later.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: The featured voices for this particular episode of Space Dandy were Jeremy Schwartz as Duran and Johnny Young-Bosch returning as Johnny.
1: In other words, as himself. Yeah.
3: The additional <laughs> voices are Z. Charles Bolton, John Sweezy, and Chris George. Ah, this episode of Space Dandy. Well... <laughs> Starting from where we left off in the last episode of Space Dandy, because that's actually relevant this time.
1: That actually, I think, is the only time that's actually happened in this entire... This is the only two-parter. Yeah.
3: And it's not really a two-parter. It was just kind of something they tagged on at the end. But, Mm -hmm. still, continuity. Because this show has continuity, and lots of it, if you've been paying attention. Dandy, after being uh, released from the trial, because apparently he did not murder Guy Reginald, he and Meow and QT and Honey and Scarlet. They're all leaving the uh, they're all leaving the courthouse, and everybody suddenly sees this huge army. Well, what are we gonna do about this? Well the show doesn't really show you exactly what happens here, but Dandy gets captured. Now it's up to Scarlet, Meow, QT, and Honey to rescue Dandy because they all decided he's kinda worth saving. I guess. Of course he is. He's Dandy, baby. There is no other Dandy. Well, there is, but there is no other Dandy in this dimension. And you just can't let a man like that die. That's what they said. Can't let a man like that die. Dandy has always had this amazing pionium energy within him. So he has finally been captured by Dr. Gell at the haste of uh, Admiral Perry in order to exploit this unique power, this... Megapionium, usually referred to as just pionium, in order to well make a you really big weapon <laughs> really <laughs> really big destroy everything kind of weapon now Dandy is kind of uh strung up, and Dr. Zell gives him a talking to, and Dandy continues to kind of play the fool, really, but Doctor. Zell doesn't quite believe it, but the biggest surprise, total twist here. It turns out B is a double agent for the Jicro army, who, as we recall, are the, uh, the army that is against the Goldglow Empire, which is led by Johnny, the Jicro Empire. <laughs> Johnny is Here's informed Johnny. that Dandy is the source of this amazing power, which he figured, well, that's weird. <laughs> Wouldn't have expected Dandy, but okay. And he sends out a full assault. He had sent B as a double agent to obtain Dandy, but B wants to flip the script. He decided that he wants to be the king of all things. Yeah, He's not going to settle for just pirates or ninjas. He's going to be the king of all the things.
1: Hey, when you've been a butt monkey as long as B has, you probably are going to get mad as hell and not want to take it anymore either. I think
3: he's been watching too much Sonic Saturday AM.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that?
3: Because that's exactly Why? what I thought when I saw it. Point taken. Now. Dandy's rescue queue has finally made it here in all of this chaos as B has pulled Dandy away and, well, he shot uh, he shot Dr. Joe, which, uh, I don't know. I felt a little Evangelion right there.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, what happens in Evangelion, and spoilers, um, uh, Ritsuko tries to shoot Gendo. It doesn't work. It tries to um, – actually, she tries to blow up uh, everything that is nerve it doesn't work, and then Gendo shoots uh Ritsko. I thought this was kind of like a reverse end of Eva.
3: Yeah. This hmm. is this ending is a lot like a reverse ending of a lot of shows.
2: <laughs>
3: Which is makes it pretty unique in its own way. Yeah. B has dragged Dandy along, putting him to sleep, and uh, is about to uh cart him off somewhere. Then he's rescued but the big bad weapon that Admiral Perry has set up is still going to cause massive destruction. So Dandy, after being rescued, decides that it is his duty to make sure that everyone is okay. And Dr. Jell offers his ship to Dandy because the uh, other ships have been destroyed and all the chaos. And
1: including the aloha OA. Yes,
3: <laughs> the little
2: Aloha. Aloha. Uh, no. I shall miss you. Little, little Aloha. aloha.
3: So Dandy flies up in the completed full version of that ship, which is we've only ever seen as the Statue of Liberty's head with a ball gag. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's, it's the whole Statue of Liberty with a ball gag. Mm-hmm. And then the ship transforms and attacks like a giant robot, and then Dandy flies out of it and loses all of his clothes and turns into energy and...
1: Say everyone. And Mystery Science Theater 3000, Laser Blast? Yeah. The Laser Blast episode?
3: <laughs> Something like that. Yes,
1: It was kind of like that. By the way, you mentioned Giant Mechs. Oh, hi, Gun Cannon.
3: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, we already pointed out that the Gun Cannon was Johnny's robot. And, uh... Yeah. Wonderful mech design in this episode. There's so much going on. It's really crazy. I can't even begin to describe everything. You just got to
1: see it. See
3: it. It I know. It's like
1: they certainly were charging up for the grand finale, which was, wow, pretty awesome. This is
3: why the other episode had so few drawings. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because this episode was amazingly animated. Mm -hmm. This is definitely top-notch, the best Dandy has to offer kind of animation. Mm -hmm. It is a sight to behold, and you should have beheld it, but if you have not beholden it, then go behold it. Oh, that which is Dandy. Even though we've spoiled the really important parts, except for this one last thing. Well, now that Dandy has saved everyone, I guess, (laughs) everything kind of disappeared into who knows what. Uh, He has been given the choice from who we've always known as the narrator, who is apparently essentially God. Uh, And the chameleonian. And the chameleonian. I love that. He's the chameleonian. That's fantastic.
1: That's finally explained. So suck at continuity, people. It turns out
3: Dandy is the only worthy candidate to take over as God. And this has got me thinking Future Diary. (laughs) Only once again, we're flipping the script because Dandy's like, I don't want to be God. I don't get to be, I don't get to have a body, I don't get to go to boobies, forget it. Exactly. No God. Dandy gave in to the flesh. No God, no God, la 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 la.
2: <laughs>
3: so everything reboots, and uh, they don't even have Meow at that point. They, they reboot, and it's back to just Dandy and QT, and apparently Dandy's a lake man now.
4: Yes, mm-hmm. he is. I think because he had saw Scarlet's legs, or what's that, um, mm-hmm. Honey's legs. Yep. Yeah. There's some, definitely some good legs in this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I saw a thong, too. <laughs> so like, that was hey, the spectacularly
3: say? amazing final episode of Space Dandy, as we know it. However, yes. after the episode ended and the credits had all rolled, instead of the usual to be continued, there was a black screen and English letters saying, May be continued? Question mark?
4: <laughs> it came back, folks
3: yeah. you you searched long so, and hard for that thing, didn't you?
4: uh dude, I actually while we was recording, I actually looked in the box, <laughs>
3: <laughs> well played, well played perfect timing
1: <laughs> actually, um, if I may say something real quick, the way it loops, what makes us think that like this is a story that hasn't happened before? you know what I'm saying? Well oh, you know what? that's a
4: good beat, well actually, to be honest with you, Jim, I think when I was watching space dandy. He, Dandy actually did say something kind close, if I'm not wrong. He said that you guys have risked your lives to save me before, which means that in all due actuality, Dandy has knowledge of this before. Right. Dan, I think they said that Dandy should have forgotten what happened in the
1: other uh, timelines, but he didn't. No, he never did. And so, and so we have our Crisis on Infinite Dandies moment where uh, all of the various, uh, you know,
4: Dandies, like Dandy 1, Dandy 2, can you know will converge into one exactly i knew that he was an interdimensional dimensional to beam man i was like everything that he does defies the laws of physics yeah. that is that is very hard for someone like me man who studies quantum mechanics to let this go yeah <laughs> yes but people,
3: you know dandy's full of that crazy pionium energy so
4: yeah it's like he like a jedi or something man like he got some metachlorian account except it's pionium yeah. instead of me- metachlorians yeah yeah, that was quite. Be the careful finale. who you mentioned. Dependent.
1: Be careful who you mention midi chlorians to. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Seriously.
3: I <laughs> uh, got a poor one anyway. out for Star Wars: The Clone Wars too, because it is gone and it is not coming back.
1: No. no. And uh, I guess it's probably not a, just as well that Paul isn't here because, well, <laughs> well
3: he already got two episodes of rants.
1: <laughs>
4: oh yeah. He would we have extended no it.
1: He would have extended it into two
4: more. <laughs> well, you see what I'm seeing here, man, is like we need more Western cartoons and everything, man. And practically, it was actually doing well in this spot for the time period. It certainly <laughs> was, but you know you got what? got the
3: mannerisms. Um, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to like, do a good Paul imitation for so long, I just i can't quite get it right.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Space Dandy yep to find yep so that
3: was space dandy now before we give our closing thoughts on this truly spectacular television series i feel it's only fair to read off the listeners thoughts so here we go a whole lot of space dandy talk back sorcerer lance writes in the stars align for this very moment a character named johnny voiced by johnny saying
4: here's johnny No, Lance. No, it was too soon for Dandy. It was beautiful. I loved it. No, it was beautiful. Good job, Lance the Pants.
3: Lou Alexander (laughs) writes in, So, that was a lot of End of Evangelion and Gundam and Edeon, and a whole lot of Dandy, and I loved it all.
4: I'm sure you did.
3: (laughs) Starstorm writes in, Dandy went out with a bang. Am I the only one who got a Madoka Magica vibe from this episode? No, no, you didn't. I see it. I see it. Mm-hmm. Inu yasha 87 writes in: B was a traitor, Dr. Zell is dead, Statue of Liberty robot, Dandy could have been God and said no. All of that happened. Wowzers.
4: Who the hell are you? Goddamn expected gadget? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you do this, Inu?
3: Wowzers. Ah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wowzers! <laughs> Go, go, Gadget Dandy Recap! (laughs) (laughs) That was not my best Inspector Gadget, I hope. It's okay. (laughs) Anthony Collado writes in, The ending of Space Dandy was difficult to digest, but once I wrapped my head around it, I thought it was the perfect finale.
4: And why were you trying to digest this in the first place?
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's a a cartoon.
4: (laughs) You're not supposed to eat
3: it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Apache writes in, as previously posted, I thought Space Dandy was amazing last night. I hope they sell the DVD Blu-ray in the U.S. Well, of course they will. Oh, they, they will. will.
4: But, Why uh, would you even say that?
3: When is the question. It's
1: all a question of when.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Got those uh, reverse importation concerns. But I kind of like having it as a Toonami exclusive. The only place yes. you can really watch the dub is on Toonami. But you can also get it on iTunes, I guess. And uh, Amazon Prime, I hear. It's, it's on Amazon Prime now. Frank Fullmetal writes in, Space Dandy's finale was incredible. I'm going to miss new seeing new adventures of the dandy guy in space every week.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, I am too, Frank. Mm-hmm. But at least alcohol will help me remember and dull the pain song.
3: Benjamin Pajon says, boobies is better than being God, according to Dandy.
4: You know, being a mortal man that I am, I would have to say yes. I like boobies too
3: demigod one writes in one can live completely fulfilling lives without god women however are a necessity
4: can't disagree with that because i like women agreed very much so they're so soft and nice smelling.
3: blatch writes in space dandy wow this was a show where the narrator was god and dandy turned down godhood for boobies amazing
4: can you blame him
3: I don't think it was just for boobies.
4: Nah, it was for more than just that, though. <laughs> yeah, but... I think Dandy would have
3: figured it would be a huge pain to be God. <laughs> and it, it probably would be. <laughs> yeah, Juan be. Soto writes in, Simply the best Dandy ever, and maybe continued, let's hope. Until then, see you, Space Dandy.
4: And somehow I think Juan really wanted to say, see you, Space Cowboy. I think that was what he was implying. Mm-hmm. yes.
3: Mark King writes in an epic way to end one of the best anime of 2014 Space Dandy has been a fun ride from start to finish
4: I will wholeheartedly agree with that Well said. it has been a lovely ride
3: Michael L. writes in Space Dandy was an awesome ride from start to finish I'm noticing a trend here and here's hoping it continues on anyways stay Dandy baby
4: thanks for repeating the guy above you Mike it's not like you can see it (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's also in how I order things. <laughs> Jeremy DG writes in, The finale episode of Space Dandy was great. My thanks go out to everyone that made this an awesome anime.
4: Yes, the guys at Funimation Nation did a great job. And so did the Japanese staff. <laughs> of course. Can't forget our friends from over the sea in the rising sun. Well, the land of the rising sun, there it is.
3: Stephen Oz writes in, "Wow, that Space Dandy finale was pure dandy. This show was a work of profound beauty."
4: Yes, if I could do a line of dandy every day, I would too. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Costumes, <song. laughs>
4: oh yeah! I think I got a little bit. That's of That's good
3: stuff, now. baby. <laughs> okay, we, we got to do a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no no i'm too uh, i can't do a podcast right now i gotta go I Gotta run <laughs> you're welcome custom zaku says space dandy makes me glad to still be an anime fan so much diverse talent from all over the industry contributed to it
4: yes well we said. did
3: well said todd dubois says space dandy ends a successful experiment goes out on a big time spectacle ties everything together perfectly flawless sometimes with space dandy i'd go eh but when it works it works and that's gonna give it a long shelf life
4: Mm -hmm. well considering how the ending went yes it will have a long shelf life because it constantly loop casts itself Mm -hmm.
3: don east writes in so that was space dandy how was it crazy good This show was not Bebop 2, but that doesn't belittle the show's overall quality. The setting is that perfect kind of surreal, and that makes the emotional or intense moments all the better. The voice acting and the animation are good, the characters are likable, and it has an amazing soundtrack. Basically, this is what a Red Dwarf anime would be like.
4: I recommend it. Damn! Mm -hmm. Damn you, Donnie. Even with a cat. Finally something. Even with a cat. no, no, no. (laughs) Dude, no, 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 dude. The Red Dwarf. The Robot. um, Yeah, yeah. Red Dwarf, I'm glad somebody else knows about that besides me. Of course. (laughs) Red Dwarf. Good stuff. Yes. David Lister. You get back to watching more of that.
3: (laughs) You know, there are quite a few similarities to Red Dwarf now that I think about it.
4: I know, right?
3: (laughs) Hmm. Maybe they saw some Red Dwarf. Hmm? Who knows? Tarzana. Our friend Jennifer writes in, Space Dandy is such a great series. I'm so sad that it's ending. Or is it? That was one hell of a ride. I'm glad I was on it.
4: And you were drunk the whole time. Mm-hmm. Damn, Alky. That's the best ride. <laughs>
3: DBZWe09 says, Talk about a dandy grand finale. That was one hell of a thrill ride. Everybody's calling it a thrill ride. Be original. <laughs> And I am glad to have been part of it. Movie, please. I loved Space Dandy. The dude was one hell of a dandy guy in space. The finale capped it off well. Our resident data monkey, Colt Burt, says, That is how you write shit. That is how you make a good show. Quality writing. Dandy never dies.
4: Holy shit, Data Monkey actually approved of something.
3: Yeah. Because it's not mainstream. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
3: or gxp broken clocks right two times a day <laughs> no nah, we actually agree with cold on this one yes i know, I know yeah. see cold knows a quality show when he sees it
4: of course he does
3: phantom writes in well there goes a well-made anime that's by far my number one anime of all time stay dandy wait maybe continued i smell season three kickstarter lol just kidding Mm.
4: that wouldn't be a bad thing certainly wouldn't be a bad thing
3: not at all and lastly matthew cole morgan says dandy thanks for all the memories we'll keep dreaming adios baby
4: Couldn't have said it better myself.
3: That's why he put it
4: last. (laughs) See, I have plans. I (laughs) see. You and your damn continuity. So,
3: Jarrell, what are your thoughts on Space Dandy?
4: I was thoroughly satisfied with the ending because most of the time when you see an anime, man, it normally leaves you kind of. wanting or pissed off, man, at how the ending goes, but with Space Dandy, I was actually impressed and just satisfied all the way, because even though it ended the way it did, it still left room for, a. Hey, there's a possibility that we could have a season three of this. You know, they're not making any promises, but hey, even if you don't get a third season, guess what? You can watch this over again and still be satisfied with the ending. It doesn't leave you questioning. Mm-hmm. 26 is a good number. Yeah, uh, knows? It's a pretty good
1: number.
3: Especially if it's gonna air once a week. Right. Indubitably. What are your thoughts, Jim?
1: I thought um I thought Space Dandy was absolutely phenomenal. Uh from start to finish, it was just an excellent, excellent show. Um, great production values, great imagination. Um it was unique in so many ways that um there really isn't anything else like it. And so, I th- because of that, I think, um, you know, that's why Space Dandy deserves a very, um, you know, a, it deserves its place in anime history of, as an experiment and a very successful one at that. And, um, every, and uh, I just, uh, there were some good episodes, some episodes, but there were never any really, honest to God, bad episodes to me and because of how well it show it batted shall we say um this was a um you know this was a fantastic series from start to finish and um you know the way they just the way they just had a commitment to quality the whole way through
3: wow that's it <laughs> how do yeah. i follow up that <laughs> i you know space dandy it was art it was expression it was emotion and feelings and uh, it was just it was art it was all over the place there were so many different styles so many different genres love letters to this that and the other thing both japanese media and american media and even media from other parts of the world possibly i just probably didn't catch the references they're just so there's so much crammed into those 26 episodes and every episode was a different experience and you can't really say that about a lot of shows there's there's consistent shows there's good shows there's bad shows and then there's something like space dandy which is consistently different every time you see an episode and that is truly something remarkable and special and something that should be cherished because you don't see these kinds of risks being taken all the time and for this to also be a world premiere in the U.S., props to Adult Swim for pulling this off. It's
1: remarkable.
3: And, uh, the
4: ultimate hatch, trick.
3: Yeah, no kidding.
1: <laughs> well, um, I think it's props also to um, Studio Bones and uh, everybody else yes. at Bondi as well because – they had the will to make this happen. They wanted to make this happen. Absolutely, from uh, day one, from the moment that Jose and I talked to them uh, last year at Otakon, we knew that the the desire was there to make something that was truly a, that was really unlike uh, any anime that has come in you know like the last five, ten years or something like that, maybe even longer. And because of the with all the people that we've talked to in the industry about this, um, it was clear that this is going to be a beloved show by many, many people just because of how it was willing to take risks, to break the mold, to just do whatever the heck it wanted. And it can and they were lucky enough to command the budget that they did. And this was just a grand slam the whole way around.
4: The stars really aligned on this one. They really did. And we got something awesome out of it.
1: Mm hmm.
3: And we get to keep enjoying that awesome in reruns.
1: And then even more against, um, even more once it comes out on DVD and Blu ray. Oh, Blu ray. Which, that is going to be a very, very happy day. Yes, it will be indeed a happy, happy day.
3: And I hope we get the soundtracks oh. too. Yeah. Soundtracks. That'd be nice. That'd be cool. I mean,
1: you can import them, but come on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: importing so, yeah. costs a lot of money that's true. it does it does it, as a guy who used to import a lot of video games yeah <laughs> but you know what they've already uh, announced the uh blu-ray set for space dandy in japan i believe i believe i retweeted that earlier this morning or yesterday or something like that so um i have a feeling it can't be too too far off it'll be sometime in 2015 probably the middle of 2015
3: until then enjoy the reruns on toonami so You're at just the right time of the night where you could be coming home from the bar totally wasted and watch Space Dandy. And that'll be a glorious
1: way. time. That's the best way to enjoy Space Dandy. <laughs> totally Completely wasted. Well, at least some of the episodes.
4: <laughs> yeah. I enjoy coming home wasted. There is mm. something special about that.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it will be, be kind
5: of awkward break. to
3: go from Helsing Ultimate to Space Dandy, though.
1: Yeah, the total, the the, total uh, shift will the, be neck breaking. Whiplash inducing, yes. <laughs>
3: exactly. I think so. that's all we need to say about Space Dandy until our interview later in the show. So, on mm-hmm. to the news. News. News.
1: From Facebook, Twitter, and the official tsunami Tumblr, this is tsunami News, powered by TunamiFaithful.com.
3: Naruto Shippuden at 1 a.m. and Helsing Ultimate at 3 a.m. both ranked number one in their time periods among all targeted young adults demos. Attack on Titan at 11:30 ranked number one in its time period among adults and men 18 to 24 and 18 to 34. One Piece at 1:30 was number one in its time period among adults 18 to 24 and men 18 to 24 and 18 to 34. Gurren Lagan mm. at 2 a.m. also ranked number one in its time period among men 18 to 24 and 18 to 34. And overall, most of the Toonami block premieres saw gains among adults 18 to 34 and men 18 to 34 versus
1: last year's time periods. Gains. Gains. Love it. So, your Toonami ratings for Saturday, September 20th, 2014 are as follows. Now, this first segment, as usual, is the 18 to 49 adult ratings. So be sure to keep that in mind. So, One second. Attack on Titan got 813,000 adults 18 to 49, Bleach 660,000, Space Dandy did 565,000, Naruto Shippuden did 512,000, One Piece raked in 469,000, Gurren Lagann got 421,000, Beware the Batman 396,000 Hellsing Ultimate with a huge jump, almost 100,000 to 491,000 adults. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood got 388,000. Cowboy Bebop, 362,000. Star Wars The Clone Wars, 370,000. And Samurai Jack, 303,000. Now for the total viewers, Attack on Titan, once again creeping a little bit closer to the record that Bleach owns, 1.507 million viewers. Bleach did 1.17 million viewers. Space Dandy did 1.045 million viewers. Naruto Shippuden did 1.003 million viewers. One Piece did 877,000 viewers. Good and Lagan did 761,000 viewers. Beware the Batman, 681,000. Here's that jump we were talking about. Helsing Ultimate, 882,000 viewers. Think about that for 3 a.m. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, 724,000 viewers. Cowboy Bebop, 683,000. Here's another jump for you. Star Wars Clone Wars, 745,000 viewers. And Samurai Jack, 670,000 viewers. Those are your ratings for Saturday, September 20th, 2014.
3: I don't know about you guys, but I like these ratings. I like I'm, them too. I
1: like them ratings. I love
3: those ratings. Them ratings is I good.
1: Love, I especially love the uh, Helsing ratings.
3: Yep. And uh, one can only wonder how much better it's going to
1: get when it moves up an hour. Exactly. That's where I thought it should have been the whole time. But, yeah, who knows? Stuff happens. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. Oh,
3: mercy me. It
1: gives me the vapors.
3: Definitely nice to see Space Dandy doing well in the final stretch. And uh, Attack on Titan keeps kicking ass.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, it's only going to get better from here, like I keep on saying. So... Just keep on watching, guys. Trust me, you you will love the payoff.
3: Okay. Oh, it pays off so well. We have the trending rundown. We did a lot better this week.
4: Yay! <laughs> Twitter was broke last week. Had to have been.
3: Well, or at least on your own I suppose anyway. actually, not that many shows trended, but lots of different things trended. On the U.S. trends for Saturday, September twenty seventh, Sunday, September twenty eighth. Rukia from Bleach. Hashtag Space Dandy and Space Dandy Without the hashtag, also during the West Coast airing. Hashtag Space Dandy Finale. Here's Johnny from Space Dandy. Stay Dandy from Space Dandy. And hashtag Beware the Batman, also during the West Coast airing. Or, frankly, also during the later airings. Because <laughs> that
1: was that's Marathon. all there was. <laughs> Because that's all there was after 2 p.m. or 2 a.m., excuse me.
3: After 2.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. After 2.30, yeah. The worldwide trends are Rukia from Bleach, Here's Johnny from Space Dandy, and Stay Dandy from Space Dandy.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And the mobile app trends, hashtag Space Dandy. And Tumblr trends, Space Dandy. Yay! Very nice no doubt there was a lot of space dandy pictures
2: Mm -hmm.
3: going up on tumblers episode dandy tumbling with the dandy Mm -hmm. and that does it for our trends this week still a little bummed about the trends just it just i'm not sure what's going on it's weird
1: we must redouble our efforts on twitter Mm
3: -hmm. don't forget to trend Uh even if you're not watching Trend shows you know when they're on. Exactly. It's good stuff.
1: They can, They always watch.
3: And let's if you don't help. Be honest you. here. At least in some cases, you may have already seen the episode, so you can tweet right along, even if you're not watching.
4: Exactly. Don't tweet, and I'll steal your alcohol. And don't tweet spoilers. That's not a Just don't do that. That's a promise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Good don't point, treat dude. spoilers, guys. Yeah, That's reason. just don't be a dick. That's
4: just, yeah, I was about to say, don't be a dick. <laughs> no party foul. Yeah, man. Nah,
1: not cool, man. Not cool.
3: Not cool at all. So we had a music video last night. It's a nice hmm. little send up to Broken Promise, which quickly turned into a zany Space Dandy music video. They really got both sides of Space Dandy there. The the kind of Quiet, serene, thoughtful side of space dandy, followed by the frantic, joyous, in-your-face, action-packed side.
1: Bombastic dandy.
3: Yes, bombastic. That's a good word. That's a college word.
4: Mm. You a lot
1: like college words around
4: here. I know. <laughs> what, you think we educated us on? Uh-huh. Shoot, thinking people got degrees around here.
3: It's, a, it's okay. It's okay. One of his jobs right. is to read books.
2: <laughs> yeah
3: and deal with assholes who can't read books gonna... <laughs> I wasn't actually talking about you Ralph. oh damn you Dan! not <laughs> both, both y'all's jobs have to fall of books <laughs> sometimes <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah I also like how they end with so what are we going to do now I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: that's, that's the end that's very dandy though
3: that, oh definitely very dandy uh, that was the new thing uh, this week, along with the uh, Attack on Titan promo that aired later in the night.
1: To... But that's customary, so...
3: Yeah. Indeed. Very customary. So, sadly, there will be no more Space Dandy episode promos because, well, at least for now, there's no episodes mm-hmm. of Space Dandy. Mm. Yeah. Gonna miss those. But I like that yeah. they gave a little music video as a send-off. Mm-hmm. That's nice. They should do something yes. like that for Bleach or something.
4: Yeah, I expect something real nice for Bleach.
3: Well, oh, funny you should mention that, because something about that came up in uh, this week's Q&A.
1: This, uh, this bimonthly Q&A, Is yes.
3: week. They don't do it every week. No.
1: They don't do it every no, month. No, they couldn't. <laughs> Not anymore. So I guess this brings us to a big part. Uh, I guess you could uh, call this part of the news so this is the q a that it feels like it's been forever since they've done one yeah it has been a while so, yeah so well i mean it's been kind of a quiet summer when you don't have uh when you have uh block stability but a lot of times uh, sometimes stability is just the calm before the storm and well we're gonna have one soon enough with all the new stuff and uh 2015 is poised to be a real humongous year for tsunami, possibly but for now We've just got this info that the Q&A gave, that they gave us at the Q&A today. So, I'm sure the first question that was on everybody's mind is, okay, Bleach is nearing the end. When are we going to get Dragon Ball Z Kai? Well, that was the first question that they answered. Dragon Ball Z Kai will air and, hang on a second, I'll give you a second to brace yourselves, kiddies. November 8th at midnight, replacing Bleach. So, yes, that is November 8th at midnight, replacing Bleach, and they are still figuring out if Kai is going to either be in 4x3 or 16x9 aspect ratio. But they did say that their options are limited, so they don't know how they're going to do it yet. I
3: think the only Masters that are available are 4x3, but if they're not hard-coded 4x3, then we might have Stretch-O-Vision.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I don't want stretch vision yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna be because of my sleep schedule. I can barely stay up for Toonami anymore. Anyway, so that's, that's just right. how it you is. work mornings now. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, working nights was you know nice and all because of tsunami and stuff like that. But I think I'm gonna be a healthier person overall. But anyway, um, regarding Space Dandy, it's not going anywhere for a while. As a matter of fact, it's going to get a second full run. So that means twenty more, six more weeks of Dandy. Somewhere down the line, they've got the license for quite a—they've got the license for quite a while, so they don't have to worry too too much about um, Dandy going anywhere. Uh, it's possible that Dandy will be back as an OVA or a movie. A series is less likely. And uh, when asked about uh, the simul dub, well, the simuldub of Dandy was mostly luck, and that's what they need to make that stuff happen. So. Um, for those of you out there, and I know there are a lot of you that are screaming for a Sword Art Online 2 simuldub to air on Toonami, it's going to take a lot of luck and a lot of cooperation from Anaplex of America, Anaplex of Japan, and a bunch of other people.
3: Show's so, already uh, half
1: over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, well, those of you that were screaming for a Sword Art were screaming for a Sword Art Online 2 simuldub, but any this is basically can be applied to any future Shows us like yeah, Attack on Titan season two possibly, possibly yeah that's the one that everybody's talking about but we don't know when Attack on Titan season two is going to happen someday so someday hopefully soon I think next year might be pushing it but anyway Um, regarding Helsing Ultimate they are pleasantly surprised by Helsing's success Um, so regarding uh, time. Uh, They don't want to edit shows down for time, uh, so it won't happen often that they do that. Regarding some of the other episodes out there, uh, for example, next week's episode is 67 Minutes. um, They are going to do music videos and stuff for the longer Helsing episodes. So expect more uh, stuff like we saw, like for Akita, for example. We got got a couple of uh, music videos there. One for The M Machine, the other for um, uh, Neon Indian. So it's hard to work it out, but with Helsinki's success, they're looking into more hour-long shows. The question was about Gundam Unicorn, how it's finished, and how it has hour-long episodes because it's an OVA. It's kind of hard to work it out because you have to work it out with advertisers and stuff like that, and you have to worry about other Uh, Shows on the block. This, that, and everything else. So it is kind of hard to work it out, but they are looking into more hour-long shows and stuff like that. And of course, you know, you you got your usual things like um, uh, Tenchi Muyo, War on Geminar, and also you have uh, Gundam Unicorn, which is the big one. For future plans, uh, IGPX and Fooly Cooley will return at some point. Uh, they ran Fooly Cooley um, twice in a row. They didn't really want to do that, so I figured they're going to take a proportional uh, time off for Fooly Cooley, which is always, always, always a, um, a very uh, popular one. Um, I'm actually surprised they asked about IGPX, which I hope it comes back. I want it to come back soon, but sometime but uh you know when it'll happen don't know probably when big um, o finishes yeah maybe um so coming soon from tsunami another month of movies new shows big and small and of course Dragon Ball Z so yes we did get confirmed for another month of movies very likely in December because um going by Jason's rationale for it uh we that's what we got that's um you know hey there's a lot of holidays in December uh, a lot of people you know, coming home from school or doing finals and shit like that. So uh, mm-hmm. a lot of upheaval, a lot of uh, unpredictableness in a lot of unpredictability in TV at that time. So it's a good time to air some movies and, you know, stuff like that.
3: I'm intrigued at the statement, big
1: and small. Yep. So uh, I'm guessing, you know, going by, if we were going to take it literally, I'm guessing we could probably do uh, show length. It was what they were talking about.
3: Yeah. Episode amounts.
1: Right, exactly. So maybe some of the shows that we've reviewed on ToonamiFaithful.com. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm. I sure hope so. I'd love me some Psychopaths.
4: Yeah, I was about to say mm. Psychopaths. Yeah. I and then there's, well, there's going to be two a second series. Of of
1: I want to see that on Toonami. Yeah. So um, then there's some uh, Toonami Technicals, as I call them. Uh, Attack on Titan will be rerun. Oh, so- What? Yes, um, it's un- it seemed a little unlikely to happen, but attack on Titan will be rerun. Uh, what time slot? We don't know, but um, hopefully um, you know, it'll do just as well wherever it goes uh, in the next where, when it gets rerun. Um,
3: runner now shows to rerun.:
1: <laughs> Exactly. Along those lines, they say uh, they were saying it's more reruns than they would like to be doing. But I have a feeling that um, we're going to have a lot of announcements in November and December as to what's coming in. Um, at least that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So um, I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of that uh, regarding, you know, there's going to be a lot of that regarding new shows, stuff leaving the block, stuff coming in, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's kind of, you know, the way... It's scheduled right now. It's kind of like uh, Tsunami's forced to stay in a holding pattern because they don't want to they don't want to blow their load too early on big announcements. They may not have anything to announce. Shut up, Daryl.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's often the case. Even five weeks out, that's still too soon for them to get all the contracts taken care of
1: exactly um i have a feeling that when they've announced stuff like for example when they announced blue exorcist as early as they did uh the ink was probably still wet on the paper but they were going to announce that anyway (laughs) and they and they have and using uh blue exorcist as a barometer they have announced stuff really really early so uh and hey they announced um i mean really in that case exactly um Dragon Ball Z Kai, they announced that they got the rights to that. That was way back on Memorial Day weekend. It's going to be six months.
3: But other times, the first thing you find out is during a promo. Exactly. Like with Attack on Titan, which I think is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I love when they do that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know what? They they caught us all by surprise with Attack on Titan. So, um Oh, also, uh, really quick, here's hoping that in the month of movies is Evangelion 3.33 at long last. Ooh, um, maybe if it's done getting refurbished or whatever the hell they're doing with it. Apparently you can I redo. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will never
3: stop making that joke.
1: <laughs> I've asked, um, I asked Justin Rojas twice at conventions this year if there was anything new to report on Evangelion, and he hasn't had any updates for me. So he's probably going to get sick of me really, really quickly. (laughs) But I will not be seeing him at AAC next month. So Big O season one rights are currently not available. Um, Who knows what's going on? Uh, Sentai, you know, usually does their own thing. Um, We have no clue.
3: I think that's more of a Sunrise kind of situation, actually.
1: I think, you know what? I think you're right. Because for all we know, Sentai doesn't have the, um, broadcast. Uh, the broadcast rights. Yeah, the broadcast rights to Big O. Speaking of which, so. uh,
3: only Sunrise and Bandai have the broadcast rights to Gundam Unicorn currently. So even though it's dubbed, and theoretically Toonami could maybe work with them to pull that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck with that.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh, there are no American action cartoons that they can afford at this point, so Stam- Samurai Jack is standing alone. Because it's um, free. Yeah, because it's free, because they own it. Um, and the thing is, considering where you're going to run a, uh American action show, you're probably not going to want to pay too much for it anyway. Yeah. So, um, as soon as the HD tapes are available, Cowboy Bebop will be airing on the block in HD. Ooh, I asked that guessing... one. Yep, <laughs> yep, mm mm-hmm. I figured I'd mention that. I was really uh, I hoping
3: didn't... that they would say, yeah, when it moves to 3. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, um, I have a feeling those are probably going to become available as um, either before or around the time that the uh, HD Bebop sets are released. Something along there?
3: Yeah, probably. Which, by the way, the extras of December... those are looking nice.
1: Oh, yeah, they just, Funimation just announced all the new extras. I'm still getting the Funimation set because I want the vinyl art. I want it the way the easel and how it comes with the uh vinyl uh record uh vibe there. Very cool. Mhm. Uh Intruder 2 is still on track for sometime in 2013 and they are planning for things beyond Intruder 2's broadcast cuz remember how uh in uh, Trapped in Hyperspace they had uh you know thing I believe they had something at tsunami.com where you could uh you know do something. Uh but that's kind of what they're going for. They're going stuff. Yeah, they're going for more interactive stuff and things beyond Intruder 2's broadcast. And it's going to be beyond, you know, like the, the bumpers that they'll do for Intruder 2 mm-hmm. and also the, uh, I assume, uh, you know, all the other stuff that will come with it.
3: And they said it was planned to be multi-parts.
1: Yes, just like the original Intruder.
3: Oh, that's so That's interesting.
1: So, um, actually, regard, going back to American Cartoons for a second, it's not possible to replace Beware the Batman with Batman the Brave and the Bold. Um, so, That's a darn th- I shame. Think...
3: That must be DC's kind of thing, because Cartoon Network probably still has it, seeing
1: as it's on their <laughs> website. Very true. Very, very true. But who knows? Um, I don't know. I mean, I never saw Batman the Brave and the Bold. So oh, it's really you.
3: fun. It's actually maybe too lighthearted for Toonami, but... Probably. It would, it would if they, stick it's, out it's, a bit. Maybe if you put it next to Samurai Jack, it wouldn't feel so lonely. But yeah, it really um, gets dark, and it's it's a really fun show, and it's on Netflix, yeah. so people should watch
1: it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, regarding that, um, the question came up again as if you know, what's uh, where does Tsunami's play? Where is Toonami's place as opposed to uh, you know streaming delivery services like uh, Crunchyroll, uh-huh. Hulu, and Netflix? And Toonami's answer was, they are more like a catered meal, as opposed to Hulu and Crunchyroll, which would be a la carte. Um, they say that uh, it's the way that they um, take care of their packaging. It's the way they present themselves. Uh, tsunami, and this is still what sets tsunami apart, even all these years later, they still present tsunami in a very different way than any other block on um, TV or anywhere. Hulu, Netflix, Crunchyroll, they don't package their content. Uh, I think even Neon Alley was when it uh, did the, you know, honest to God TV thing before they uh, made the transition to uh, on demand stuff. The thing about it was that they I think even they had better packaging and stuff like that. It's like, hey, you're watching Neon Alley, whereas Hulu, it's like, you know, drops you right in. So that's how they see themselves, as a catered meal, as opposed to a la carte, where it's just something you just, like a grocery store, where you just pick something off the shelves. They are looking into to- possibilities for Toonami merch. Now, that would be cool, because I think that would be a good way to expand another uh, revenue stream coming in, and if, especially if they keep their stuff limited. Give some money. Mm-hmm, exactly.
4: Give me money!
1: <laughs> Shut up and take my money! Now! Game reviews are a group process, unless it's Skyrim.
2: <laughs>
1: and
3: apparently they're not going to review destiny or are they
1: no they're not going to review destiny but they say they're going to review other stuff the question was uh about them reviewing smash on 3ds uh i don't think that's likely think but considering that. that but considering that they did they reviewed pikmin 3 earlier this year uh i think a review of smash on uh wii u is probably going to be um very much forthcoming in the future
3: definitely a better chance of that i wouldn't be surprised if they review bayonetta
1: mm, bayonetta 2 yes yeah um once again to, uh, 10 p.m is unlikely as a tsunami slot there's a lot of stuff that they just cannot do i think there's contracts with fox that they just cannot get around um lots of good suggestions to manipulate the manuals some of which will be implemented uh, Bleach will not likely not be rerun, but they're looking into the possibility of a send off so uh, there's still a little ways away from that, so there's time for them Ooh, to yes, uh,
3: and they did say time. that they are working to get the full ending for the last
1: episode right because uh, the way they ended it you know is uh very unique from what I heard. Rights are tough to get for Miyazaki movies, which um, I can understand because they're Disney. Uh, yeah. most, Disney has most of them, and uh, Disney's not going to want to sell the rights of those to a competitor.
3: Yeah, still kind of wondering how that happened the first time.
1: <laughs> exactly. Tom's favorite Pokemon is Gengar. Gengar! <laughs> yes, because uh, as we all know, Jason's Pokemon, favorite Pokemon is Gengar as well. Uh, I, that's not really all that, uh, relevant, but I thought it was awesome because, well, who doesn't like Pokemon? If you don't like Pokemon, then quite frankly, you hate fun. Many of the staff are buying Funimation's Bebop Blu-ray release. As well, they should, and as well, you should too, because it's going to be awesome. I don't care which one you get, whether it's the Amazon release or the Funimation exclusive release, the Funimation exclusive release is better, um... (laughs) Yeah, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, the current budget makes the Clydes hard to implement, but they promise that they are coming back. So, uh, what would those be? The Clyde 54s, I think it was? I've think I lost so. track. I th- I don't know. Uh, so, um... somewhere on the internet is going, I can't believe I forgot what Clyde's are. Oh, gosh, gosh.
3: <laughs> He's got a terrible
4: <laughs> to <do> this podcast <laughs> in my sleep. <laughs> Guess what? I don't care what you think. Because I'm no not one cares it, so.
1: what you think! <laughs> um, Kill a Kill, Sailor Moon, and Sword Art Online 2 are the most requested shows for the block. Let's ladies, that was it! Actually, along those lines, uh, it has a very heavy male-skewing audience, but they love the tsunami View and Ladies, which, of which I know there are a few of them out there. More than a few. It's a very heavily male-skewed audience. but We've had at least three. So uh, they try to plan six to eight months in advance at least, but a lot of last-minute stuff happens, as we saw, which is why they had to hastily throw together that that tune- that um th- that send-off for uh, Beware the Batman.
3: I wanted to say something uh, regarding that, as far as yeah. uh, keeping up with their legal contracts go. Now, the lawyers, <laughs> they're only concerned about not getting fined. They don't yeah, care if exactly. shows air or if they show completely or whatever. So... Mm-hmm. I just, there's really no way of us knowing how easy it is to get that information. And mm-hmm. let's not kid ourselves, the tsunami stuff is on top of all of their other work, which most likely keeps them very busy. So mm-hmm. cut them some slack.
4: Be grateful exactly. that you
1: get what you get. Yeah, we could still be in a tsunami less world. And I don't want to think about that world anymore. No, because it, it was a horrible world to live in. Um... Yes. So, uh, new mixtape is unlikely, but they are working on something fun for Christmas. So, uh, remember all those mixtapes we got? All those Skull Island mixtapes? The IGPX the Ichi Megamix? The Supernova Megamix? Yeah. They, uh, they said they, earlier, I believe, that they were pretty tapped out on, um, what they did. On, uh, Skull Island stuff. But, they are working on something fun for Christmas. Who knows? We guess we'll have to find out. We'll have to wait until Christmas. to f- Do not open until Christmas, I guess. Uh, Johnny wanted to do a head fake with Broken Dreams, and we certainly got one. Mm-hmm. So, they will not be skipping Naruto Shippuden episodes. They will not be skipping the filler. Uh, they want to show more of the absolution, but they need money to do it. So, uh, yeah, we might not see more of the... Uh, game room or whatever unless something happens unless they partner up with uh, Sony or Microsoft again wasn't the game room before Tom five actually you know what you're right Um, wasn't that when they did the Wreck-It Ralph thing yeah I think that's what it was yeah which that was an awesome movie yeah so let's see uh, only a couple left um, going into the Wayback Machine for this one uh, they wanted Escaflone back in the day. Hot, for tr- hot, to tr- hot to trot for Escaflone, as they said. But Fox outbid them on purpose. You bastards. Mother um, Foxes. Yeah. yeah. And that happened with a bunch of other shows, too. Yeah. So, but Escaflone, Escaflone was the biggest one. And do you know how gangbusters it would have been if Escaflone had been on Tsunami? would have done so well. It would have stayed on the block as long as DBZ, I guarantee you. Uh, I don't know about that. It probably would have lasted as long as Gundam Wing. Probably, but but yeah, coming on the heels of Gundam Wing, can you imagine how well Escaflone would have done?
3: It would have done really well. Mm -hmm. Saturday
4: mornings in my dorm room, I watch Mm Escaflowne, man. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you were
1: watching the DVDs. Which I have the DVDs and they are so wonderful. And the last one, uh, this was especially for Paul, who is not with us. Yes, Paul, they miss G Gundam. Who wouldn't? So
3: <laughs> I, I like I like how they said that.
1: Yep. No, they just said we miss G Gundam too, and I said I added the yes, Paul, myself. Yes, Paul, we miss G Gundam. They miss G Gundam too.
3: Well, no, no, I mean what they actually said in that post, something about gazing into the
1: yeah gazing wistfully into the distance yes
3: that's
1: it <laughs> i don't know if those were the exact With words the help but yes of <laughs> <laughs>
3: have you seen this man so have you seen
1: this yep, man so, have you seen this man have you seen, yeah, this, yeah, seen
3: man? this man
1: jiga and so, that is all for the Toonami Q&A. Uh, it was actually a better Q&A than uh, we've had in previous months. Oh, do you uh, know? There's...
3: You wait long enough and you can have a good Q&A.
1: Exactly. There was actually, you know, there was your typical compliment of, why don't you show sub?" <laughs> and stuff like that, but... Um, there's always one. There's a, yeah, there's always at least a couple, and uh, uh, it was brought up... a ton, actually, they just only post one. Exactly. Um, So I think there's some stuff that will uh, show up. But yes, the big one to take out of this Q&A is November 8th for Dragon Ball Z Kai at midnight.
3: At midnight. So something's going to air at 1130. It's not Dragon Ball Z Kai.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Unless they... Whatever could it be, unless they're rerunning Attack on Titan at 11.30, or there's something they haven't told us about you yet. You know,
3: honestly, because they're doing movies, I would not be surprised if they reran Attack on Titan in that slot for, like,
1: four weeks.
3: <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, I, I kind of like the idea, and I know this is going to be really expensive, but if they premiere a new show with Dragon Ball Z Kai that same night, and then those shows get to air even through the movie month. You start the movie at 12.30 because people are used to Toonami premieres going until at least 3 now. So why yeah. not?
1: I say, uh, you know what? Um, I haven't mentioned this show before for 11.30 to take over, but it is a Viz show. Give me Excel World at 11.30. Do it. Give me Excel World at 11.30. I would like Tiger and Bunny. I'd but like Tiger a... I mean Tiger and Bunny, that'd be nice, but I but I think given Tiger the, uh, and Bunny
3: works really well for 11:30 because there's a little bit of American in there.
1: Yeah, America. I think so too. It's very uh, very American inspired, but we'll see. Excel would be nice to see.
2: hmm
1: And Gargantia, the well, Gargantia is mm-hmm. probably not an 11:30 kind of show.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I
1: just want Excel World on Tsunami. I think it's perfect for it.
4: I, I also I think Bloodline right?
1: would be good at 11:30. It certainly would be because it's comedic, really it's comedic. Awesome. It's awesome. I love it. So, You're up, Bryce. Um, <laughs> You're up, Bryce. Yeah. yeah, more Bryce. You're Bryce. You're Bryce. Year of Bryce. Year of well, I th- that's all for the tsunami Q and A, uh, and I think at this point. It would be, we've uh, beaten around the bush long enough. I think it would be a good time to uh, go into the other room to check and see how our guests are.
3: No, they're not quite ready yet. It's time for the Attack on Titan recap. Attack on Titan, episode 20, Erwin Smith. 57th Expedition Beyond the Walls, Part 4.
4: In this episode, basically, the Recon Corps has restrained the female Titan and Erwin and Levi are trying to figure out who the identity of this person is without, um, you know, who this person is. And basically, the female Titan is showing a whole bunch of intelligence because she basically hardens her skin to prevent them from cutting her out you know, the human side of her out, and basically John Armin and the rest of um, Levi's squad, they actually realized that this was the actual plan, that they were being used as bait to drive this mole in the army who actually joined them, you know, after the walls had fell. Everybody's wondering what's going on within the forest, you know, Levi taunts the female Titan. Oh, man, the way way he taunted her, that was just cold-blooded because he was like, he didn't care. Man, those were the serious eyes of a killer when he said that. And you could tell that he was kind of pissed off, too, because all the friends that he had lost due to this female Titan, you know, putting a wamping on everybody. And the female Titan decides to give this Titan distress call. And all of a sudden, nose dude, who can smell the Titans coming from every direction. I forgot his name. Sorry, people. It's like that sometimes. But Titans just start coming out from all friggin' directions and start eating the female Titan. That's what ladies want. And despite this, <laughs> despite the Recon's core's best attempt to stop them, they end up consuming the whole female Titan body. But the thing was, what Erwin said was even though they saw the body consumed and everything, they still couldn't figure out whether the person inside had been eating or not and did they get away but here it comes folks the mole literally um kills gunther you know taking him out and they're still trying to figure out and that basically leaves the whole squad pursuing this person because they're trying to figure out who this is and boom yet again the female titan reappears somebody gonna get killed y'all and that is pretty much our episode of Attack on Titan is this, this week summed up. Oh you feel it coming. Oh yeah.
3: Next week's gonna be crazy. I just I just gotta say, I really
4: like Petra. Like I
5: really mm. like
4: her. I know, man. Like Petra's that chick, that chick that she is. I know the puppy dog eye. You can settle down with Petra, man. Oh
3: man, <laughs> so cute when they talked about her peeing <laughs> You were supposed to talk about that. <laughs> For the record, my pants have never been soiled.
1: <laughs> actually, I think it also does a good job of showing off the, um, you know, like the the uh, togetherness that camaraderie. the camaraderie, uh, the camaraderie that the um, that the entire uh, scout corps has.
3: Yep it does by having a driest pants
1: contest and a not biting your tongue contest
3: <laughs> well we
4: all know who loses that one mm-hmm. yes it's kind of fucked up how Thunder Gunther got his neck slit though man oh man I mean seriously that's just fucked up man and that mm-hmm. female titan's devious yeah well you know it certainly is well, since the Garden of Eden, we've been screwed, gentlemen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's how I said it.
1: Okay.
3: I like that whole moment with Sasha trying to keep Mikasa from leaving. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, you know, you do have good instincts. You might be on something.
4: Yeah, for all due purposes, I would say Sasha was actually logical in this, even though she was driven by fear. Mm-hmm instincts still go to show like look here, this is a situation even though no matter how good you are Mikasa it's a possibility that you could die if you try to confront this I mean, it's kind of like a unit finding out like, oh shit we done put two and two together, this is what our commanding officers did, we're about to be we're bait, basically you might as well just say they cannon fodder at this point man (laughs) Hey, you are gonna lose some people man no matter what I don't care who you are. In a mission like this, soldiers go out. Everybody is not coming back. Especially when you got an enemy like that. And the enemy actually does show some intelligence. This enemy shows quite a lot
3: of intelligence. Very exactly. very quick at thinking on her feet. That's uh, willing to sacrifice a great deal in order to
4: meet her goal. It's scary. Yeah, she sacrificed her body. Oh, the Titan booty! Four <laughs> <laughs> one out for yeah. the Titan booty. Yeah, they got some hot butt that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. It's like she finally got what she wanted. She was eating.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, where's where's Commander Pixis when you need him?
3: I know, right? <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> he's probably like, like drink. Mm, I wouldn't mind being eaten by that sexy Titan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two talkbacks. Master of the Arts rides in. The info dump scene going back and forth makes a hell of a lot more sense in English than it did in Japanese.
4: I don't know. I understood both, so mm. guess it depends on the brain capacity at this point, buddy. Got to read those subtitles fast. Exactly.
3: Anyway, <laughs> yasha 87 says that female Titan's scream was intense. Titan cannibalism, not pretty. Great episode. And pour one out for Gunther. Pour one out for Gunther. Uh,
4: chest uh, head. I nah, know. Uh, I don't know about pouring out booze like that. I'm, I'm, I'm tend not to not be wasteful in that sense. Yeah. <laughs> Is it okay if it goes to kidneys first? Gunther knew the job was dangerous when he took it. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, he knew it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is the job of a soldier. To die! I will give my body to the king, sir! He doesn't want your body!
3: It's not a sexy Titan body.
4: You know, is
3: Juan Soto writes in, Hmm, I wonder who the female Titan could be, folks. Looks like we have another mystery.
4: Call Sherlock Holmes in. Yeah, he'd figure it out. Elementary, my dear sketch. Elementary.
3: DBZwe09 says, I bet the guys will eventually open that Titan up and find out who the woman behind all of this is.
4: Yeah, we know. Some kind of woman she is. Mm -hmm.
3: Tarzana writes in, The female Titan had some neat tricks, but I feel bad for her. That's a horrible way to go out. Sorcerer Lance writes in, anyone notice the scouts pull a Naruto by flying through the trees? Those are some long swings slash jumps. More of a Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, I guess Spider-Man doesn't hang around trees much, unless he's in the jungle or the forest.
4: We'll give you the Naruto reps at this time. Yeah.
3: I guess. Michael Morse writes in, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on who the female Titan's identity is.
4: Man, we already know that it's um, what's that? Um, dang, Earth the kid? No, dang, no, it's Petra. Petra is the female type. It's a Mikasa. You know, it's, it's, yeah, you know Mikasa is that smart she man. She's capable of Real being smart. in two
3: places at once. Exactly. She wants Aaron that bad.
4: <laughs> yep.
3: Yeah. Or maybe Mikasa has a twin.
4: Ooh, maybe it's sounds interesting. Mikasas. Yeah, well, whoever it is, it's just going to be real interesting to find out.
3: Yep, but you won't get to find out yet. Pretty soon,
1: though.
4: Not, not like I'm going to tell you anyway. Mm-hmm.
3: That's all the talkbacks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Comparatively few compared to uh, Space Dandy. Yeah. But well, space they were, it was a special occasion. Going out, so. so.
3: Not too surprising. Actually, we've been a little light on the Attack on Titan talkbacks lately. I don't know if that's just... Twitter being stupid, but sorry if we didn't get yours, if we missed it, or if we didn't get the whole thing. Twitter's being stupid.
4: Yeah, Twitter's been real abusive lately, though. Mhm.
3: It's like an abusive boyfriend. You just keep going back mm-hmm. to it.
4: <laughs>
3: like, no, baby, the talkbacks will be there this time.
4: Need to chill with that, bae.
3: <laughs> oh, Alright, nice. that's enough of that. It's time for the moment you've all been waiting for that you didn't know was happening until we told you in this episode.
4: So that means I can untie him now? (laughs)
3: Please do.
4: Okay. Consider it done.
3: And when we come back, it's our exclusive interview with Joel McDonald and Ian Sinclair, the voices of Meow and the Dandy Man himself. Hey everyone, my name is Jose
4: Argumedo, producer and editor of the One Piece podcast Ghost of Japan, aka OPP Japan. It's a documentary that gets inside the world of One Piece and examines why it's so popular in its country of origin. Experience the adventure on October 3rd this Friday for free, exclusively on OPPJapan.com. I'm gonna be king of the pirates!
3: with us today our good pal joel mcdonald
5: joel's getting ice for whiskey
3: oh (laughs) nice
5: make mine a double hey hey he's here hi joel hi that's joel
3: (laughs) and who you've already heard ian sinclair yeah the dandy man himself yes sir
1: the dandy man can
3: thank you gentlemen for joining us Heck yeah, our pleasure I, I really like that we could get the timing on this just perfect, because the show is literally ended yesterday.
0: Yeah. We were still buzzing from our little farewell party, uh, yeah. Joel yeah, brought, tell us uh, about that party. It was fun. Uh, yeah, I brought a, uh, let's see, what was it? It ended up being a little over a gallon of what we called Gilgamesh tequila. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was basically beer margaritas with uh, vodka, no, uh, tequila and beer and water and lime concentrate. But the come uh, with a sticker. Uh, no, actually, I thought of that too late. It didn't cross my mind, but, uh, yeah, no. It was it was cool. We had, like, what, was it, 30 people over at the Inns Yeah, so,
3: You
0: know, a lot of people that have been involved in the show, like Brina was there, Sabat, uh Rob McCollum.
3: Todd Haberkorn. Uh,
0: Haberkorn, yeah. Uh, Mike uh, McFarland, uh, you know, and then your Alexis's and Micah's and whatever. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> It was really cool. Yeah, it was we, a good time. We, we, we planned it out originally be like, do that thing that Joel and I normally do, which is go over to my house and, and drink whiskey and live tweet, and then all of a sudden 30 people were there, right. and it was awesome.
0: <laughs> which is why I was really oh. glad I had the opportunity to watch the episode beforehand. Yeah. So I wrote all my tweets then.
1: Nice!
5: <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's cheating.
1: So you wrote them down like riffs in MST3K. Oh,
5: yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> worked out. Cool. You did you, you watch eaten? Dandy last night? Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, my saying? sleep schedule has taken hold, but I was able to DVR it, and then I watched it first thing this morning. I forwent soccer to uh, watch Dandy.
5: Don't keep us waiting. Yeah, Let's... we're interviewing you from now on. <laughs> this. this is how it's going down. How did we do? What did you think?
1: It was brilliant. Like, in a cosmic way, it was brilliant on all sides.
0: I don't disagree.
1: Truly marvelous just, entertainment. Give,
3: up the guys to give us more than that. <laughs> it was <laughs>
1: and needless to say, it was dandy.
3: It was <sighs> introspective and
1: bold
0: and I I love one of my favorite like and, and Dandy has several moments of this where like my it, it, they're just chunks of, like, the best animated things I've ever seen. Like, I love the chainsaw moment in episode 10, like when uh, <laughs> Meow discovers that his high school sweetheart is a lesbian. Like, that is one of my favorite animated moments. <laughs> <things. Like, laughs> like, that? At which, like, Dandy's clothes explode off and he <laughs> skates down a rainbow. I was just like, that till the end is, like, some of my favorite animated anything. It's great. I love it.
1: I just like the fact that he uh, it. he's given the offer to be God, you yeah. know, by the by the chameleon, and he's
4: like, no, he's like, no, thank you. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. see, Danny <laughs> saw Bruce Almighty. That's the reason why he turned it down. It ain't easy being God. <laughs> this doesn't. Well. Yeah.
3: God's no lie, sense.
4: dude. I swear, if I was God, dude, some shit would not go down <laughs> in this world. Oh, <laughs> <A little> fire <laughs> and, and brimstone, good. dude. Yeah. I'm gonna Andy, do worse than fire and brimstone, man. <laughs>
1: Well, it just seems to me that Dandy is just genre savvy in, like, every, every um, sense of the word, so I would not put it past him having seen Bruce, Al- Bruce Almighty.
2: So.
0: Well, no, yeah, I'm sure. I, well, One of the Dandies has seen it, I'm sure. He's got <laughs> corrupt on VHS. Exactly. Yep. So you know he's hip. He's got taste. Exactly, <laughs> sure.
4: Yes. Can't go wrong with Chuck Norris at all. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> What's Chuck the- Norris kick a dude's ass with his butt cheek? <laughs> and by the way,
1: um, I have to say this because the Chameleonian episode is still my favorite. Oh,
4: yeah. uh,
0: right.
1: Mostly because of the Looney Tunes vibe I got from it. But... um yeah, this, yeah.
0: The animation this, style on that one is awesome. The sound effects alone with the... Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We've been noticing that since the first episode. But the... Um, uh, the simple fact that uh, the narrator mentions in passing that he was the chameleonian in that episode. I was like, closure! Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: That, was, uh, that was a surprise to a lot of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, oh, oh,
5: I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh,
1: yeah. And my dad, having seen the chameleonian episode, when I told him that uh, this afternoon, he was like, oh, God.
5: <laughs> yeah, chameleonian was God. Yep. Yeah, Jim's
1: sure. dad approves of the chameleonian
5: episode. <laughs> so Good God on. is a lizard. Yeah. I'm done with anime now. I've done what I needed to do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh God. Because keep I going. keep hearing uh, Ian in different roles from even older Funimation shows I've been watching lately. I was like, there's a dandy and there's a dandy.
5: <laughs> They're all just different dandies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, piece of dandy. Ooh, piece of dandy. Ooh, piece of dandy. Ah! <laughs> Do you have any idea how annoying I'm going to be with that phrase now? <laughs> oh, that's happening. Oh, man. That's happening. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, no, they're all alternate dandies. In Mocking uh, Key, you can see 15-year-old pervy dandy. It's great. That's right, yeah. Actually, yeah. Like, he's one of the closer to, like, <laughs> Dandy in training. Dandy eventually, like, <laughs> dyes hair black. And he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna go do the cosmic thing. But,
3: but the man, dandy in Attack on Titan was a jerk.
5: <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't make sense, because he said he didn't finish school, blah, blah, blah. blah. Right. Continuity, because there is continuity. Apparently,
1: there is. Yes, all you continuity people can like, you know, go pound sand now. Continuity sucks, (laughs) unless you're drinking.
5: I I loved it. I I mean, I've I've enjoyed so many people telling me one of their favorite parts is that there's no continuity, and then I was like, well, surprise.
0: And everybody that I brought in, like, that I was explaining, like, they were playing bit parts or supporting roles or whatever, that that hadn't seen the series before, um, whenever I was explaining what the show was like to them, because most voice actors, like, a good question that they ask when when they're starting on a project, is asking what the tone is and like what the style is, and so when I was having to explain that to all these actors that hadn't seen it yet, I would always start with, okay, well in the first episode, yeah. everybody dies, <laughs> and like okay, and, I'm like, and so the second episode there's no mention of that, <laughs> and like and, and so it's it was really kind of fun as like you know to even for the smaller characters to like uh, every episode you kind of get to start over fresh, you know like. Like the the animation style changes, the music will change, you know, the direction will change, the 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 style and tone of the episode will change, mm-hmm. and so no two are anything alike, really. I mean, they all kind of fall in the same world and all that, but like, you know, there's nothing that says that the acting. I, I like we we get to kind of adapt to what each
5: episode is, and sometimes change our acting styles to suit it. And you have to, sometimes, have especially to. with the like the different animations of your character because the yeah. different animators. I heard one thing about the. Um, they were given, a, the different animation teams were given like, given their stuff and saying, okay, what's your idea for the thing? Cool, go. And I don't remember which one they said, but they said some of them would just kind of take a quick look at the, okay, these are the character sheets, and then just like go off on their own. And that's why sometimes there will be longer hair, longer necks uh-huh. or whatever, because they're like, well, I'm not watching these other episodes. I'm not watching right. that. I'm just going to do. Well, and me and Zach were arguing last night at your party about how tall Miao is.
2: Okay. Oh, it's totally fluctuates. I have no idea. Sometimes, Sometimes in, he's like five six.
0: In the, chameleon- yeah. the Chameleonian. So he's almost as tall as Dandy yep. in a lot of scenes. Yep. I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Other times he's very like a cat. And mm-hmm. in that, in the chameleon- Chameleonian, we all got to be kind of bigger, grander, goofier, kind of one pieceier. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, is a, is a, an adverb now. Uh, but yeah, and then like, what is the the, the a Daily episode? Yeah. Like, it's very soap opera.
5: Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I uh, remember talking with uh, Dai Sato at Anime Boston, who was. Uh, ah, I like that guy. Uh, yep. Um, wonderful, 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 wonderful man, and um, he said that he described Space Dandy as a quote-unquote anime festival. Ooh,
5: I like and,
1: that. And uh, I was, and uh, you know, I think we were like what six episodes in at that point. I forget uh, how long it had been running around the time Anime Boston came around, but. Uh, when I um but now that I've seen the rest of the series, now that we've wrapped, it's like wow, I totally get it. This makes okay. all the sense of the world to me now. Well
0: like I've heard like, you know, you hear about a series being kind of like or like a Woody Allen movie like is often like a love letter to something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you, you you hear things described as being a love letter to such and such. And I think Space Dandy in general is a love letter to anime, but like each episode is a love letter to a different kind of anime. <laughs> and so by the end of it, like you get this, I, I, I don't know, like I I said it in, uh, you know, when we were talking about it the other day, actually we were doing, uh, uh, we had a bunch of dandy people up at work, and I was talking about how like, I liken Space Dandy to Beatles songs because you don't necessarily have to be a Beatles fan, but there's a song you like, you know, like there's you might not love the whole series. I mean, if you don't, you're stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of those unfortunately stupid people, there's still an episode that hits you, you know, like it's you have to be a very special stupid to not love any Space Dandy. you know. Oh, yeah.
2: See that
3: needs to go in the
0: box. I'm getting, I'm getting kind of aggressive now. I'm glad I started it's to be a very
3: special. To...
5: What's your problem? Okay. like <laughs> tanning. Right
4: it's okay. It's just the whiskey talking right now. What do you mean you don't like <laughs> Vow? He's a cat.
5: You only likes cats. My, I'm not a
0: cat. My mom made me like she, she wanted to see the show and she had DVR'd a few, but she waited until I was around so she could watch one with me. So we watched the whole episode. We watched the zombie episode. And, <laughs> and at the end, she goes. I wanted to see one with you in it. (laughs) And I was like, what's not really a cab? And she was like, well, do the voice. And so I did the voice for her, and she goes, it's close. But, like, she still doesn't really believe it's me. Like, she does not think I'm involved in the show at all.
3: (laughs) Wow, way to crush your dreams, man. Oh, man. Way to crush your dreams. That just means you're so good that she doesn't recognize you. Well, no, actually, there was uh, a while back,
0: actually, the, the first, like, kind of big role that I got that I was really excited about um, was Yoite and Nabari No'o. And there was a YouTube video that was released, like, right after the, there was a trailer or something like that. And there was, like, a, an eight-second-long YouTube video of my character's appearance. And, he has, and, and it's just, like, this gust of wind. And all of a sudden, he kind of arrives and he goes, like, I'm here. Or something like that, and that was it. And so, like, it was like an eight-second clip, and I sent it to my parents. I was really excited. And like a week later, I talked to them. I was like, "You guys see that clip? Did you hear me?" And they're, like, "Uh, yeah, we uh, we watched it. We just couldn't tell which one was you." Yeah. Like, I like, said, mm-hmm. "No, me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch crap."
3: They're playing with you.
0: Yeah, I know. They're just glad I'm working and not calling them to
4: bugging bug for money. <laughs> that's,
3: well, that's
4: all they. Don't mean, they, they know it. that's their job? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so, dead air, dead air, dead air. Dead air, dead air, dead air, dead air. There's no dead there, air. So, just what
3: Ditter. was it like taking part in such a groundbreaking animation achievement?
5: It was fun.
0: <laughs> I also think it was fun. No,
5: it was. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Coach Belichick. Uh
0: no, it was. It was. Uh, you know, uh, we we were talking about it the other day about how like you know we we. No matter what show we're involved in, we, we first off we liked working. That's really nice. Like yeah. getting to work is cool. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you're, you're sometimes you're are cast in shows that maybe aren't necessarily your style that you're not going to rush out and buy, and that's totally fine. Uh, you know, like as actors, you know, having to kind of do all these different genres and styles and everything like that. You know, not everything's going to be totally catered to you, and that's that's great. Like it doesn't it doesn't really matter as you know part of your profession, but getting to be a part of something that was like I, I i would say iconic i'm going to say iconic i'm going to say it i'm okay with that it's been said uh but yeah getting to be a part of something like that that the, that you know first off was like a, had the that special element of being released in english and Japanese on the same day um it was so it was kind of a worldwide release um it just and it, for it being a show that's totally something that I would watch if yeah. I was not involved in it you yeah. know like it was it's a rare treat a, a special treat if not
2: totally
5: i think it's i think it's and with the simulcast what i've more thought about it what's been really neat is that it's it's been a um a shared experience, like, with us and, and everybody in America who watched it, like, we, every week, we didn't know it was coming, there wasn't a manga that you could go and read and know ahead, there wasn't your, your buddy who could tell you, you know, who the female titan is, who's, which, by the way, someone ruined for me, Wikipedia ruined it for me, just, just, you, 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 you want to, you want to shake them, um, but, like, we didn't have that. There's, There was nobody being able to be, to to flavor your ideas. People got to go home and watch it on Toonami. They didn't have their friend telling them, oh, in this next episode, this is gonna happen. Yeah. There's, there was nothing. Everybody got to experience it at the same time and then guess about it and go online and, and, no and series and, and oh well obviously this is going to happen which has also been great watching everybody going well pff, obviously and the next episode this person is going to do this it's like no no <laughs> no you have no idea and, and and it's been so that that experience of every week kind of saying who, what's going to happen next and where is this show going to go and until we at funimation got to see the ending of it we were in that same boat of where is this going to go mm-hmm. who's you know what direction are they going to take this? And so, getting to go online and to live tweet with everybody and get responses back and really get uh, a live feel was was really a cool experience and a cool experience for us as as Funimation actors because usually we'll record a show and then like six months later it gets announced that you're the character and then six months later it comes out so. With that, it's like, it, it's this long process and you're already done with the character yeah. before you even talk about it. But with Dandy, we were in production while doing interviews and cons and meeting kids who've seen it and and, and talked about it. Mm-hmm. And so they could come up to us and give us all their theories and talk to us about what they liked.
0: And... Well, in episode, uh, was it, uh, I think it was 22, the Dancinian episode. Yeah. Like, we were... That one, for whatever reason, was so down to the wire. We had, like, it was such a quick turnaround. And I, so I was working on it. I was reviewing the episode, and send, we sent it to Cartoon Network, I think, five days before it aired. And so, like, and I, we were recording on it till just a couple days before that, and so, like, it was still so fresh, and I was so excited about it, and, like, usually, like, you'll finish wrapping an episode, and you're so excited about it, and then, like Ian said, you wait a year, and then you might get to bump into somebody who's seen it, you know? And so, like, to be able to finish working on it, like, review it, turn it in, and then less than a week later, like, get that response, like, that feedback, uh, was awesome, like, because, you know, like, when you're in the theater world, you do a play, and after the play is over, people clap for you. It's great. And it's great gratification you're done you go home uh but you know in the anime world and or voiceover in general it's a lot different yeah but space andy was just kind of it, it cut that that waiting period down you know so much that it was not quite instant gratification but the quickest we have seen in a long time mm-hmm.
3: that's really cool it was great yeah
1: did you feel like it, was there the timetable shorter between um uh dubbing an episode as opposed to like an, any other show. Oh wow. I guess there a lot more pressure to get stuff done.
0: Yeah, we did with uh one episode of Space Dandy what would uh what would usually take a month, maybe? Mm-hmm. Uh in, in a day. Like in in, in you know, we were uh, well actually no, we were doing it about a week. Uh but the process was and I'm, I'm gonna, all this is kind of vague, it's a little bit on the general side, but for the most part, you know, we would get an episode in uh, from Japan, you know, just the, 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 the finalized Japanese episode, that would go straight to our translation department who would knock out a uh, just a word for word translation that would go to uh, and that would be done in about a day day and a half then that would immediately be sent over to our script writing team uh, our adaptive script writers to uh, to smooth it out make it a, so, a solid english script they would get that done in probably about what 3 days 2, three? Two days they had 48 hours 48 hours to turn around a complete episode usually uh, it takes about 48 hours to time-code a script. Yeah. Uh, and that's not even getting to the dialogue yet. The dialogue usually takes two at least two days in itself. Uh, and so for the whole script to be time-coded and written and turned in two days, uh, it's sent straight to the booth, uh, after the, the head writer checks it, sent straight to the booth so Zach or I would get our episode and we already, by the time that we get the finalized script, we've got it cast. So all we need is to check the, time, uh, the the line counts to see exactly how long we need each actor for. We schedule everybody. We try to have each episode done recording in about a three to five business day period, preferably on the three side. Uh, <laughs> then it goes to mix. Uh, the mix uh, engineers uh, go through, clean it up. Uh, that They are amazing at making each environment sound different it's one of those things you never notice uh Mm. as you're watching because it's just natural like it just sounds like it looks like it's great yeah you know why of course that's how it is but like a lot of work goes into that uh and they they did knock out a mix review in less than a day usually it's reviewed right after that and then it's not to cartoon network so yeah what usually takes uh, is like a month-long process we're done in not much more than a week and it's it was pretty pretty hellish but we were all in it to win it nobody nobody held back (laughs)
5: <laughs> the only exception was, I think we had two weeks for the musical. Oh, that's right. And that's because they uh, we had to get it to Brina Palencia to do the English translation of the of the lyrics. And then she wrote, uh, went and recorded scratch tracks for us and then sent us the thing. And then we went in and did it.
0: Yeah. Which is still a hellishly quick turnaround.
1: Yeah. Musical,
0: that's, oh, that's yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah. And for something like that, that's probably very, very precise in yep. many, uh, no. Oh, yo, yeah. yeah, no, yeah,
5: heck yeah. yes.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was right.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Very precise. I, and I can only imagine how hard it was for you guys because I am not a musically inclined person. Uh, like I had, I had, and I think it shows, I had one, I had one line to sing in that entire episode. I worked on it for like a week. And then I had two hour long sessions to perfect it, uh, one with Zach and then another one with Brina. And then after the the hour long session with Brina, I probably had sung by that point uh, that line into the microphone easily 80 times. That um, is and then they took the very first one I did. Like, oh. <laughs> and, and use that one I'm like god dang it why have I been doing it? and like I, that's still I don't know any of the other words to that song so like I get it stuck in my head and it's
5: just plates over and over I, that section from from the web is all through um, Mr. Hirata is all gets <laughs> stuck in my head so fast I played it my, my little brother is, a, is an audio uh, engineer and uh, I, I was hanging out with him today and I played it for him couldn't help singing along
0: so many, there's like, there's so many damn musical moments in Dandy that have been stuck in my head at one time or another. I, the, um, I am the greatest part of the dancing yeah. episode. Uh, uh, well, the nurse song <laughs> that you improvised the awesome. so yeah. <laughs> oh, That one. Yeah. There's been some
3: good ones. Yeah, there's been a lot of musical bits in Space Dandy
5: apparently the uh, the Japanese voice actors were surprised by that too <laughs> I I mean, yeah we talked to them we talked to the, uh, talked to, um, the director and uh, some of the writers at a fest and some of the animators and, and they, they brought up they were like so how'd the musical go we we're like that was awesome how, how was it with the Japanese they're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they felt about the same <laughs> way like because they just kind of call you up and they're like hey I, hey voice actor you can sing right because you don't have to. And any
0: voice actor, where the salts, whether they can or not, is gonna be like, yeah, I guess yeah, I oh yeah, yeah I no, totally, sure. mm-hmm.
5: whatever
0: you need. That was what uh, Woody Allen did in uh, Everyone Says I Love You. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He cast the entire movie, you know, Ed Norton and Julie Roberts and like all these other characters. And when they got to their first table read, he passed out music and lyrics, and everybody's like, "What?" He's like, "Oh yeah, it's a musical." And everybody was like, "I don't." I didn't really sing. Yeah, but you will. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty much like, well, you know, well, musicals aren't just for people who can sing. Like, you know, that was kind of cool. It was like, screw you. You're singing now. (laughs) That was was fun. You
5: guys caught us really on the perfect day because it just ended, and frankly... Were both of us not exhausted, we'd probably be hanging out anyway, just going through yeah. and talking about the show.
0: Yeah, it's really, really I, I, honestly, this this conversation is very close to this kind of conversation that we have probably already had 20 times in private. Yeah. <laughs> like, all we really do is be like, man, isn't it so great to be a Force Base oh, God, was oh, so good. Oh my God. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we are boring. It was, it was, so awesome. Awesome. It was just a bucket it's of fucking awesome. About. Yeah. Really Not was. to mention, yeah, the lonely, um, the drop kicks episode. Oh yeah, that's really nice. That really nice. was really Yeah, I said there was a single guy's anthem that night. <laughs> yeah, apparently the Japanese released the uh, the the Japanese single
5: of it, and the Japanese version of it's going to be on the um, on the season two OST, which I'm really excited oh, about sure. getting.
4: It. Yeah, somebody yeah. caught me singing that song. It was like, where the hell did that come from? It's like, watch <laughs> Space Dandy, you'll understand. I almost got, because Chubbs engineered
0: uh, that episode, uh, and uh, I got married a few weeks ago, and I I was in charge of putting together the wedding playlist, and I really, really, really wanted to put Lonely Nights on it. Uh, And so, like, Chubbs told me, he's like, I can get you the audio, like, and I was like, ah, that's, no, we'd both get fired. So I just found Viva la Namida on Spotify.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I'm at this dude's wedding, and he's off, like, taking pictures, and I'm like, oh, it's appetizer time And my table, we all go to get appetizers, and I walk out, and even Amita's playing, and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> Well, We had planned
0: <laughs> it's really funny. We decided, like, we decided at the last minute to do a one of those like first dance kind of things. Yeah. And I am not a dancer. Like, I don't sing, I don't dance. Lies. I pretty awkward in general. <laughs> uh, but uh, but like, so we had finally decided to do we were gonna do a first dance, and I was like, Okay, you pick the song, and she picked up a song, or whatever. And I was like, Oh, you know, it'd be really funny. I was like, When everyone's like kind of gathered around us, and we go out to the dance floor to like do our first dance, I was like, I'd love to play the first like. 10 notes of Lonely Nights and just like get the photographer to take a picture of Ian's face.
5: <laughs> it would have been shocking off. <laughs> I was like, and then we'll go to the other song. Yeah. 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 I felt guilty giving him a meow hat on his wedding day. It was so <laughs> <absurd, dude. laughs> was really good. This is your day of matrimony. <laughs> which, by the way, Ian
0: and I took a picture. Uh, I was wearing the meow hat. Uh, we took a picture in our photo booth at the wedding, uh, which uh, was a green screen background. And I posted oh. that picture of the two of us on Twitter expecting the internet to return it to me with lots of different backgrounds. And so far,
3: nothing. I'm actually a little bit disappointed. Oh, oh man.
5: man. The yeah, green so screen it's is, it. it's out there. Yeah. Somebody put it in.
3: Oh, you're going to get something now. this way it's Absolutely. There was a lot of talent involved in uh, dubbing up Space Dandy. So you brought in a lot of people not... From in town.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, that's what the, I mean, the, in the Japanese, in the, in the, in the original, which I'm going to continue to refer to it as the original because, of course, it is. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. I, well, I, there was a little bit of a sniff about it the other night. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but, so, like, in the, the Japanese, they, they, they have guest cameos. They have guest appearances by, you know, film actors and VAs and and, and, and pop stars and God knows what else. And so... We we talked about it really early on from almost the first episode, actually before the first episode, we talked about how we wanted to do the same thing, how... Uh you know, of course, we, we didn't really have access to film stars and like the wide array of, of, uh, of talent that they had to pull from in Japan because, you know, anime is obviously a lot bigger deal over there. Bigger uh, budget. A, a little bit bigger. Uh, but what we wanted to do was kind of uh, showcase the, the rock stars of the, the voiceover world, whether it be anime or video games or whatever. And uh, uh, it worked out that we were able to uh, either just kind of like it, – so so many episodes of Space Dandy just happened magically. Yeah like the, like uh, the carpaccio episode like I watched that uh, that episode that I got in the Japanese uh, episode on I think on a Wednesday and mm-hmm. I went home and I watched it that night and immediately I was like, oh man, wouldn't it be so awesome if I got Todd to play this? Like that'd be so cool. But no, I'm I'm sure he's in like Australia right now signing a boob. But I, I and then I, and then I checked the schedule for the next like the next two days, and he was scheduled uh, with Tyler working on I believe Fairy Tale. And uh, so I called Todd and I told him I was like, dude, I need you. What hours do you have available? And he was booked solid for like two days, like eight hour days, um, which is Hellish uh, for a voice actor, even if you're not screaming like he had to. Uh, but like we actually, I, I talked to Tyler, I talked to a uh, couple of producers, talked to Zach about it, and uh, we came up, I think, an hour and a half early to record him before he went in to record a full day on Fairy Tale, uh, and there were. I think it's pretty safe to say that there are very few voice actors that can record a 10-hour day. Oh, yeah. Especially of, you know, Fairytale, which is, you know, yeah. a pretty loud show, and, you know, Carpaccio, where where he had to basically make up in his own language and speak it for the first third of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, not many people can do that and still talk like it is very physically taxing uh but yeah he was he was just willing to come up and and work with us even longer than he had to and um yeah, I don't know. It was great. And Vic, like, I called like as soon as I watched the the gentle episode, like, I called Vic like immediately. As soon, I wasn't even done with the episode, and I called him and I was like, I need you. I need you like Monday. Where are you? And he's like, I'll be there. I'm gonna reroute a flight. I'm coming back from a convention. I'm just gonna come by Dallas. I'll stop by there for a few hours and I'll record with you and I'm leaving. And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it was some of it was just kismet, and uh, some of it was you know really awesome people moving heaven and earth to be a part of something that they knew was a big deal. It was great.
5: And there was stuff that we really I mean, to be honest with you guys, we didn't have a choice. When you have a rocker named Johnny <laughs> it yep. it
0: It's not an option. Yeah.
5: It's not an option to get someone else.
0: You know, and and uh <laughs> we kept trying to get that one guy um the Chocolate Rain guy? No, 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 no. no hey, we, uh, we we offered so many roles to that uh, it was Blum, I think. Was, uh, uh, Steve, blew, yeah. Steve, oh, Steve Blum, yeah. Oh, Steve Bloom. that's right. He's such Aww. a
5: jerk. He kept
0: saying I mean, no, and he'd swear at us, and he'd throw things. <laughs>
3: No, we're kidding. kidding. <laughs> Don't say that.
5: Uh, no, no. Honestly, Steve Bloom is one of the nicest is, voice actors I have ever to. But it was life. just so funny to hear everybody talking like
0: beforehand about like how it was clearly going to be Steve. Yeah, and, like uh, that's
5: not some crap to have to step
4: up I know, to. I know.
5: It's I know. It's like, that's hey, it, it should be Steve, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> I'll do my best. Oh. God. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you delivered the bang very well.
5: Uh, oh yeah, the bag, That oh, we yeah. were we were in the uh, when we were doing that uh, uh, that episode. I'm like, my oh, preference. Yeah, uh! yeah. it's like, do it, do it, God, calm down. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> How about you name some of the other people that were on Dandy? Let's yeah. See how, how, how hardcore you watch. We're going to interview Bryce you.
1: Pappen, Bryce Pappenbrook, a good Bryce friend of mine. Bryce to be in
5: recording some stuff
0: for, uh, for Attack on Titan. And, I uh, knew
1: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: and so I, I snagged him like that day. He, he actually did have a couple of extra hours in his schedule that uh, he was – Kind enough to pop by. And so it was, that was my first opportunity to work with them. And actually, Space Age was full of my first time getting to work with yeah. like Sean Hennigan oh, in, uh, wow. in the, uh, the Munagi episode. Um, it was Gold Roger in One Piece. Uh, wow. And so that was awesome. Um, uh, uh, oh, God, who else? Um, They're supposed to
3: answer. Who else? Yeah, yeah. Mike Nicholas.
5: Yeah. yeah. I've never with yeah. Cinder before. Oh, God. Like, that I, was awesome. See, that's another one where we looked at it, and it was like... Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Holy crap, he's going to be in town.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I was I was talking to, to Zach about I was like you know all right here's my dreamcast list for for this uh, uh, you know, for this episode and it was the day after I'd watched it of course and uh, and he goes okay well I just wanted to point out that you know, you know Michael Cinch-Nicholas is going to be in next week and I was like okay I need ten minutes I'm gonna be right back to you with a new cast list hey. and uh, but yeah I never got to work with him and he was awesome and as soon as like he saw the character he was like got it like and just sometimes you look at a character and you're like I know exactly what that sounds like just give me a minute and it was great
1: who else. Uh, let me see. Ashley Birch.
5: Yeah. Ashley Birch, yeah. Freckles.
1: There was, uh, actually, you mentioned Zach Bolton, Z Ch- a certain Z. Charles Bolton. Z.
5: Charles yeah. Bolton.
1: <laughs> Not the same person, totally.
0: <laughs> yeah, He. Uh, I got him to, um, to I, I think he'd already done, maybe he'd already done a bit or two uh, beforehand, but I got him in the Munagi, Munagi episode.
5: Yeah, he's in the finale, too. Uh,
0: he's a, he's a, uh, some kind of guy on a speaker or something, I don't know. I was What's talking, one talking
5: one? to Rob, uh, Rob oh, well, wow, I ruined that, Rob McCollum, but that was, uh, that was the guitar guy. Yeah, the, the guitar-zian. Yeah. Ukule- like, uh, guys,
0: who? Yeah. <laughs> Rob's one of our
5: oldest friends.
0: That was the Ukulele Man episode, yeah? That was a good one. Yeah, okay, who good else?
5: One. I mean, we still got more.
0: Uh, oh, Johnny. L- Lydian Mackey was uh, was also in the Ukulele yeah. Man. Yeah, got Sabbath so.
5: into the uh, musical.
0: Yeah uh Stephanie Young was uh um, Rose. was Rose Reginald in 25 Oh
1: god was, uh, uh, Jade Saxton was the uh, penguin uh, girl in the uh in one of the other episodes I can't remember her actual name but she carried the But was it It was episode 5? Five uh, yes
5: no, yeah That's yes. what
3: wagon in space.
5: Maybe. She said, no, she
0: wasn't in the coffee maker. I thought she episode. was. A, no. a, there are a couple of things. Thing. Uh, well, I knew that. Okay.
1: I thought that was uh, Caitlyn Glass in uh, one of the in the coffee maker episode. No,
0: Caitlyn Glass is uh, is Leica the dog in episode eight. That's yeah.
1: right. That's right. It's like Leave yeah. it to Caitlin Glass I, to make I me cry. You <laughs> 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 really my
0: was <laughs> Crying meow like really really crying meow is like one of my favorite <laughs> things that's ever happened. I love it. <laughs>
3: Dead um, air. Uh, I wanna, I wanna know about uh, Major Attaway.
5: Oh, dude, Major, go and on, dude. That was okay. All right,
0: now you know I was saying earlier about how like a lot of the casting of particular Space Indie episodes just ended up being like totally kismet. Like it just everything worked out perfectly in a way that a week before or after, or sometimes a day or before or after, would never have worked out the same way. Well, Major is, um, is a local Dallas actor. Um, and he's also a soloist, I think, with the Fort Worth Symphony. Like, yeah. I think he sings with them. Um, and he is just this amazing guy. Now, now, not too long ago, I, I, I directed a few episodes of uh, this new show called One Piece. And uh, because it's I was, going nowhere. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's I mean, they've got a long, long-running series in Japan, but come on. Yeah. It'll ne- it'll never catch on. Pirates, come on. But... But so like I had had, I just had, uh, you know, I, I was doing a lot of episodes at, at one time and I, I needed a lot of uh, new people or I really wanted to see a lot of new people. And so they gave me a few days to do uh, auditions and I insisted that we tap into this local uh, Dallas uh, kind of actor website uh, that kind of organizes a lot of, a lot of things, you know, between, you know, in the actor community. And so I was like, I really like working with these guys. They, they do really neat things. I want to bring in all people that are associated with this website. And so all these different actors that utilize it. And so we had, I think, two or three days of auditions where all we did was just see professional actors from the Dallas area, some who had worked in voiceover, most who had never worked in voiceover, but worked in stage or film or whatever else. And we just kind of, we listened to 35 people a day for, I think, three days. Uh, so math number of people. And... Uh, mm-hmm we, a major happened to come through. Like, I don't even know, he just saw it on the website. He called and scheduled an audition time and he came in and it was just immediately, the guy just immediately took to it. And voice acting is one of those things. And I think Ian's going to back me up here. Like, it doesn't matter how long you've been acting in other forms of, you know, the performance world, like theater or film or whatever. Like, once you start in voiceover, you're starting over like you're yeah. you still know how to act absolutely but like and you know you don't know how to get that same acting emotion across using only your voice if you cannot be seen um and major picked it up faster than anybody i've seen in a while i think there are only like th- three people in the past five years that i've seen that have picked it up as quickly and bren april is one of them she's really really good she's uh librarian episode yep um but yeah major like came in and he just has a, a, just this brilliant voice uh this amazingly rich deep voice um and he's a singer obviously and so i had already worked with him on one little uh little tiny thing earlier and then when i saw this episode i'm, I'm watching it in the japanese and i'm, I'm racking my brain trying to think of like what celebrity of the voiceover world could i Find to do this part justice. And I'm not gonna say there's nobody I could have found and hunted down and gotten and convinced to come out that wouldn't have done as well. But like major I just met major we'd work together on one thing and I was like dude you know who is who's perfect for this but maybe has not had the training and the experience and is definitely not like a celebrity of the voiceover world at least not not yet uh but I was like you know this major guy might be worth a shot and so I called him in and I I brought him in and I I told him from the get go I was like dude all right I really want to try you out on this it might be a little much for you because you know he had not it, it takes like a year of of constant voice work to where you really feel comfortable in a booth, you know what it I mean? It took me like
5: four or five. I,
0: I've, I've heard between a year and like two years is average, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I still don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I like made picked it up really quick and like I came in and I told him, I was like, this may or may not work out, but you're gonna get paid for the day. I just kind of, let's give it a shot and see how it goes. And like the second line out of his mouth, like I, I was just like, this is perfect. This Slice is, damn. yeah. And, uh, and like I told him, like I told, uh, if, because you talked to the Japanese staff afterwards. I did. But when I when I was directing him, I told him, I was like, all right, man, here's what I'm seeing. I was like, this guy's definitely like a disco dancing dude. Uh, but I was like, what I'm hearing vocally, what I really want to hear isn't so much disco, it's funk. I want to hear Bootsy, and I want to hear George Clinton. Uh, so I was like, give me something in that range. And, like, the first line out of his mouth, I was like, got it, good, cool, moving forward, and <laughs> he did, uh, it took us, I think, two uh, two. <clears throat> days of, like, a couple hours in the first day, a couple hours in the second day. Uh But, man, that guy, I don't know. When, when somebody fits a role so perfectly, like, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, I wasn't going to not cast him so I could, you know, find somebody else to, that was a big name to cast, you know what I mean? Like, he was he was just too right for it to, it, it took the casting right out of my hands. He just won the won the internet, won won the show. It was great.
3: Didn't you tweet something about how you cast somebody who will be very popular in the future that's right because of the time loop
0: uh so i mean and that and that's on you guys to make happen like please make major attaway famous so that i'm not a liar (laughs) that guy's awesome he is really one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet and uh he's got just this incredible voice and uh I, i i have it on good authority that you will hear it again soon yo chris george showed up a lot
5: he was one of the uh, the engineers, so yeah, he was able to be thrown in, and he loves the show. He um, we call him Chubs, that's his name around the. He's freaking awesome, dude. Um, yeah, so so you know when you're the engineer and you're there and you're passionate about the show, and like I remember when he saw the uh, the lollipop in the in the uh, limbo episode, he was like, "Oh, bro, <laughs> can I do that?" And Zach was like, "Yeah, that'd be great." Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's in like I, I think like every third episode, like that something would be like his that. we did the math, because he's in he's in the the Robin episode. Um, he's one of the cooks. Oh episodes, yeah, yeah. Like, he's uh, Guy Reginald, in 25. Uh, he isn't he in the death episode or no? He's he's lollipops and a few other people. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 got a very unique voice, and he's been around voiceover actors for so long that. Uh, he's he, yeah, he's he doesn't claim to be an actor, but I think he's pretty far along. Like, he's a lot better actor than some people that do claim to be actors, you know what I mean? So, he's good to work with.
3: Truly phenomenal cast all around.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it worked out. We like it. It was one of those things where we've been talking since about how, like, you know, you, sometimes you work on a show for a lot longer, uh, and then once it's released, you know, just as... as Part of our artistic nature—you always want to go back and tweak something. You know, like, you know, even if you did everything that you possibly could, like you know, you'll see it like a year down the line and be like, oh, or what I should it if I'd done this or if I'd gotten this person or blah blah blah. Uh, but Danny's one of the only things I've ever worked on where like everything was done on just first off this epic turnaround, like this crazy time frame, and then for for there to be so few instances for me to look back and say, oh, I wish that was different. Like there's almost nothing. Yeah, epic. I don't have any. No. Actually, there's one moment. There's one moment that I can think of, and it's so minor that I think it proves my point. In episode 10, when Dandy and QT are laughing at Meow's math scores, (laughs) because I'm dumb, uh, that uh, QT stops the laugh at the cut when it cuts to the outside of the house. Dandy keeps laughing all the way. Now, because when we previewed, we, we recorded with Allison first, and we all thought, everybody in the room, we're like, okay, well, I think the laughing stops right here. And so that's as far as she laughed. And then when you came in, that's when we had, we had already realized you know, she had gone home, but we would realized the laughing goes on longer. So Dandy continues to laugh through the next cut, but QT doesn't. That is the most minor, little, tiny, stupid thing that no one, as far as I can tell, has ever noticed online or ever. Uh, and so for that Until to Until be- now.
5: And we go back and change, then, yeah, I think we kind of win. Like, we did good. I'm okay with it. Well, now all the
1: forums are going to tell how bad we are. Thanks. Oh, they totally ruined that scene. Actually, I think it works better because...
4: (laughs) ...the show worse than that, and I'll send you (laughs) a damn dollar. Give it... Well, tell it to everybody on the forum. They're just an expert on every goddamn thing. Absolutely. Well, actually, I think it works
1: better because... um... QT has, like, this tendency to know when to stop, whereas Dandy just continues to egg on Meow in so many ways that I think it makes sense.
5: Yeah, that's good justification. I like it. That's the story now. Uh, Erase the other thing. Sure, yeah. (laughs) We'll we'll pretend as so three, two, one. Yeah, no, there isn't any problem. No, no problems at all. It's perfect in
1: every way. Cool, there's the other. Dandy's stupid. (laughs) Dandy's stupid. There's your explanation.
5: <laughs> That's the cool thing. Anytime they're like, but Dandy said this in episode three, it's like, yeah, because Dandy has been the smartest dude throughout the entire series. <laughs> and bye, definitely bye. the most consistent. We'll later. He knows a lot more than he lots on. <laughs> I've heard a lot of really cool sort of like things about how sad he is because he knows. And like, I, I will say that the theories online have been really, really cool to read along yeah. with because as I said, we didn't, you know, necessarily, you know, the first couple episodes, we didn't know where it was going. No, mm-hmm. it was a very guarded secret, and and so watching all the theories and oh, this means that, and the little hits there and there, and did you get this little reference? Has been really cool to watch along, and I've I've really enjoyed everybody's forum posts. I mean, yeah. some of the uh, drawings of meow out there. Um, <laughs> <somebody> <laughs> But past that, I, I for one, am a big fan of meow porn. There's I am, so um, much meow porn out there. I love it. And Joel, Joel <laughs> likes to send me pictures on my cell phone of mail porn, like when I'm at con <laughs> or like out to dinner with my it family. It just rolls off the tongue.
3: Look,
0: porn. look, I'll say this. This bastard has been invited to so many damn conventions ever since this thing has been released, and I'm left sitting at home without a friend who has cable, so I don't get to watch My Space Dandy when it's on. And so, yes,
5: I will definitely mess with him. I think the already. tragedy of that is that we're not doing panels together, man. Well, come on.
2: Yeah,
5: yeah, we were doing YumaCon together. Yeah. Ooh. Shameless
3: plug, get her! <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's
1: an enjoyable con. YumaCon ticket,
0: uh, ticket website.
1: <laughs> Yuma Our, that's the one in Michigan, right? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the one Linkara's always at. Cool. All right.
3: <laughs> now, because Space Dandy was definitely a different kind of recording experience, was there any uh, any scenes that you recorded with more than one person at a time.
0: No. No, I mean we yeah, we, we definitely did the, you know, the standard recording. Uh, I mean as far as like okay. the, how how the process went. Uh, but yeah, we uh, have as far as I know never recorded uh individual bits uh, individual parts with multiple people in the room like it, it will do crowd scenes of course like Walla with you know three or four people uh but other than that i think actually jamie and monica i think auditioned together for penny and stocking yeah they, they recorded yeah. Yeah. but other than that uh, um, the actors are never in the same room at the same time uh which makes it all the more impressive that it sounds like they are in the same room at the same time.
5: But um, the closest we got to that with Dandy is uh, when I was recording my stuff and Joel hadn't laid his part down yet, I would make him say his line in a right. re-roll. Yeah. Yeah, as, as like, yeah, if
0: I hadn't recorded it yet, he was about to be recording his line, and whenever, you know, Meow was talking right before Dandy's line, I would turn on the uh, the actor microphone so that he could hear hear me and I would do the line along with Meow and so he would have it to respond to. I said make him, but it's
5: more like desperate Let asking me. from a neurotic actor because ah. if he wasn't going to do it, <laughs> I was going to do my Meow impression. <laughs> Whether or not
0: one way or another. And every every time that you wanted to laugh, like you had a laugh cue, every time, like in the pre-roll, I would, like right before he was supposed to start laughing, I would turn on the microphone and say something ridiculous in Meow's voice. I think Titty
3: Sprinkles is what
5: Yeah, Yeah, because
3: that would make anybody laugh. Yeah, funny. Oh, wow. Joel, you recently tweeted that you had three favorite meows to record, Drunk Meow, Crying Meow, and Whiny Meow, and you said you had a request if there was a continuation of Space Dandy. What is that request?
0: I want all of them at once. (laughs) Like, I, I...
5: I want a drunk, whiny, cra- crying meow.
3: <laughs> that sounds fantastic.
5: Isn't, but isn't all that like the chainsaw reaction all at once? Crying? He's not drunk. He's not crying. He's definitely drunk. But like,
0: because because there my my Dude, my three favorite meow lines are. All right. Um, well, the first one is definitely. Um, <laughs> so, i uh, maybe I should just stay here and marry Candy. I'm just kidding. I got the joke. I got the joke. <laughs> and he's wasted. I love that one. My second favorite is uh, is the crying one with, from episode eight. Uh, <laughs> with like, uh,
5: like, you really did say that. Like, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, then,
0: and then from the finale is uh, when they're flying into, like, the Gyro Empire territory. And you know, I'm comfortable with that. And so not. That <laughs> <Now, laughs> That line, we did probably 15 different versions of. Like, there are – Zach has, I know, at least 15 different lines that I just kept doing over and over and over. He's like, oh, give me another one. And so, like, every time we'd come in, I would just be like, I'm okay. I'm I'm totally happy. And just all these different, like, really awkward, nervous kind of – I don't know. So, yeah, if there could be all three at the same time, I would
3: die having that. That would be amazing. I could totally see a scene like that. Like, he's in a bar – He's having a really bad day and he's frustrated about something. There you go.
0: Yeah, drunk, whiny, and crying. That does not seem like a stretch. That's. I mean, that's probably gonna be
3: like in 15 minutes. So. You know, so.
4: <laughs> Welcome to my Stop crying.
3: All right, Ian. You yes. have some uh, favorite dandy lines.
5: Oh, I mean, yes, there are tons. It's so hard to narrow it down. Dandy yeah,
3: tons. I imagine it's way uh, easier to narrow down Meow's lines, right?
5: I'm gonna say, "Stay dandy, baby," is gonna stay with me for a while, man. Mm-hmm. That was, that was my way of saying goodbye. Is that dandy? Good piece so, of dandy. So,
2: <laughs>
0: you know You're a dandy. I am. I, so sad. Sorry. Yeah, and he actually got the wave file tattooed across his chest. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I'm getting the wave. <laughs>
3: Oh, um,
5: let's see here. Uh, now you really
3: are turning into Steve Bloom. <laughs>
5: no, that's was the joke. I got—they gave me the WAV file for um, Stay Dandy Baby" in case I wanted to get it <laughs> tattooed as my as my little you know bang shout out. But yeah. like, I'm a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm an actor. I'm not allowed to be in control of what I look like. That's right I have that to be available. Um, let's see here. I love Stay Dandy, baby. Um, I, I, I'll never, I'll never forget the uh, What are you a slave to? The booty. I love that one. <laughs> yes. Is that your final just, dandy? There's small ones that honestly are only funny to me, like like when he he brings the uh, he brings a alien to to Scarlet and it doesn't work out. He goes, but, but why? <laughs> it's just, it's just a little my. Come on, and I love that. Then there's, then, the, then there's. Oh, now you're just being a dick about it.
2: <laughs>
5: I could. The bad. honestly, the any reluctance you hear is that I could continue quoting him yeah. for the rest of the night. Yeah, I better I,
3: stop now. He's <laughs> my yeah.
5: dad, I, I love it. <laughs> he was extraordinarily well written, and 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 it was the. It was a joy to say any of those lines. I get. I would get calls and texts from the writers and they would give me lines that I'd be end up saying and I it just it, entirely too much fun and I'm hmm. uh, emotional feels <laughs> Oh yeah
1: awesome. sketch doesn't like that
3: word. <laughs> you
5: don't like the word feels?
3: Nope. No I do not, sir. No sir, I don't like it.
5: <laughs> okay, this was a good interview. Uh <laughs>
3: <okay>. <laughs> yeah, officially okay. on my shit list. Actually the last time I <laughs> Uh, he's
1: gonna uh, cut us uh, now
3: of his mouth. Like, i'd like to address who
1: who made you say feels <laughs>
3: yeah i don't want to mess with jamie markey no no, <laughs> no thanks but uh anyway. yeah uh lastly because you talked a little bit about other people's theories what are your theories on what could happen next in space dandy i think
0: well I mean they left a pretty big sandbox in the uh, in, in 26 yeah. like, I mean it, because they, they I mean it's pretty they pretty much come right out and say all things are possible at all times dandy is consistent everything else is a possibility
4: mm-hmm. and
0: so there's nothing that isn't a possibility for an upcoming I don't know four more seasons or like a series of movies it would have to be a trilogy oh yeah it um, needs, needs to be right mm-hmm. and the christmas album there's well, I shouldn't say. But anyway, I don't know. Like, it, it, it be, there could be a lot. There could be a lot going on. And uh, I don't know. I just, I, you know, I would love it if there was some music in it. But maybe where Meow just played bass and didn't sing, that would be.
5: That I really be. want to hear Meow singing Silver Bells now. I don't know why. <laughs> Silver Bells!
4: <laughs> all, I, all I want for Christmas is my two left cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Booty cheeks, that is, folks. Cause I, Danny was all about the booty.
0: Singing as meow loudly <laughs> and getting people's like responses, like as a, I always forget, I'd be sitting at a stoplight and just belting as meow and looking over and seeing people's reaction was brilliant because uh, th- nobody knew who I was or who meow was probably, and that was great.
3: All righty, must be. That would probably. Are be you a, very... a booty man as well?
5: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Are there you? Nothing, oh, yeah.
4: There, there is nothing wrong with seeing a nice onion that because it makes you cry.
5: <clears throat> yeah, let's take a quick poll. How, how many are booty men?
4: Here. 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 Jim. All right. Yep. All
5: right. Okay, our right, holdout. How about you?
1: I'm the other way. Go you like boobs. I go boobies. Yeah. All right. Because the thing is, it's, it, thing is, you can sneak a peek a lot easier. Your eyes don't have as far to go. Well, but... You
6: know, they're that's just being
0: lazy, man. They're also <laughs> facing you, and therefore you can get caught much easier.
1: Yes, yeah. but I play high stakes like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well put. Well put. Can't win big, you don't bet big.
1: Exactly. Go big or go home. Huh? Boucher wow.
3: Well, now that we've established everyone's preference, I'd like to thank you, gentlemen, for joining us.
4: Yeah, it <laughs>
0: was a lot of fun. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
4: that is the power of this Dave
3: Dandy babies
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> really good talking to you guys hit us up next time all right
3: hey, yeah thank absolutely. you so
1: much
5: you're listening to this week's galaxy hit chart now for our number 1 song hey
3: back
5: hope you enjoyed that interview i know
3: we did
4: yes as if you could tell i know it was just so much to sink in i just i just couldn't even talk half of the time except for the alcohol part
3: never had a guest so dinner 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 just give me a moment to drink it all in man (laughs) i was like i was just mesmerized by some of those answers
4: and as you can see, people, I'm not the only one that drinks on a Sunday.
3: <laughs> no, certainly not. As we are sending off Beware the Batman this week as well, we decided to pull some Toonami Talkbacks for Beware the Batman, some related to the particular episodes and some related to the show itself. DBZ We O Nine writes in neat plot twist. Deathstroke is Batman's nemesis at the end. Seems like Joker just got dethroned. <laughs> Maybe. Indeed. Joker wasn't even in this show.
1: No, no and I think it. Uh, I think that's kind of what makes Beware the Batman so unique in so many ways. Is that he, um, uh, in that you know, it didn't need to rely on the Joker like so many other shows do. That's
4: true. No, it really
1: didn't.
3: Inuyasha-san, 87, writes in, Beware the Batman marathon was awesome. Slade, nuff said. Sad that it's leaving, but at least it went out with a bang. Slade, nuff said, no! Deathstroke. Mm -hmm. Because you can call him Deathstroke this time. (laughs) Unlike Teen
4: Titans. (laughs) And not Teen Titans Go.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorcerer Lance writes in, I feel we missed a Teen Titans throwback having Batman angrily mutter Slade. Unless I fell asleep <laughs> on
4: that. You probably fell asleep on that, Lance the Pants.
3: Yeah. Well, he called him Slade Wilson at one point. I totally realized it was an anagram. <laughs> Before the show pointed out, I was like, oh, man, it's an anagram.
4: <laughs> Ooh, look, an anagram. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Good, because, you know, I couldn't really tell if maybe they had decided to take the Deathstroke character and just recast him as somebody else. Because some versions of certain superhero shows do that kind of thing. But, no, he was Slade Wilson. He was just being incognito. And, oh, he was indeed Neato. Neato! Frank Fullmetal writes in, I'm glad Toonami was able to finish airing Beware the Batman. I like how the show featured a younger, developing Batman.
4: That was a nice change of pace. Yeah, not to mention we also had Race Bannon in there also. Yeah, (laughs) he told me (laughs) Race Bannon. Dude, I'm dead serious. I was like, what the hell? Race Bannon left Johnny Quest? Or was this before? I'm just saying, man. Who knows, man? I'm just
3: saying. It
4: definitely wasn't before Adventure Brothers. <laughs> Brock Samson.
3: Brace <laughs> Bannon does show up in Venture Brothers. He's older and Johnny's a drug
2: addict
3: <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> Benjamin Pajon writes in Beware the Batman goes out with a bang. Sucks that it met the same fate as Megasex LR. Bye, Beware the Batman, you'll be
4: missed. But then again, you can always watch it on DVD or Blu-ray.
3: Yeah, actually, the second half of the series comes out on DVD and Blu-ray this week. So, support the show. It'll probably end right. up on Netflix, too. But it's not going to be playing on Toonami anymore. It won't be on any TV networks.
1: Unfortunately.
3: Yeah, it's uh, they really got the rug pulled out from under them on this one. Because they wanted to give the show a nice send off and they still did but definitely not at the timetable they were expecting but that's okay it was kind of like this show's over let's just rip the band-aid off right now yeah at least i think so i know my friend will enjoy watching all of those episodes back to back because he likes to marathon
4: things well there's nothing wrong with marathoning
3: no certainly not I'd say overall, it was an interesting Batman series. All of the Batman series are kind of unique and good in their own way. And this yeah. series it was actually the most atmospheric feeling Batman since the animated series in the 90s. Well, and Batman Beyond. Because uh, the Batman and Brave and the Bold were both a lighter take, though... Uh, the batman's not necessarily a lighter take but it definitely didn't feel as dark the material could get dark but it didn't feel as dark because there was just well it wasn't dark enough (laughs) and in this show they managed to maintain really good atmosphere particularly on some of the episodes feeling downright creepy
4: Indubitably, <laughs> sir.
3: And they were not afraid to beat the living crap out of Katana. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no did they Katana weren't.
4: get knocked out yet? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like, yet
4: again. <laughs> you can't hit a lady, sir! <laughs> Lies. Lies. Apparently you can Lot. I think they pulled from a record seven on that, dude. Mm. Beating old people and children. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Alfred. Alfred was a real badass, though.
4: Yes, I love this version of Alfred, man. That was one cheeky bastard. Jason Statham, Alfred. (laughs) Everything he says, it sounds
3: annoyed. So, that's a shame. But it was nice while it lasted.
4: Yes, it was. At least we got to see all the final episodes.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Chance that was not afforded originally to beware of the Batman.
3: No. Yeah, I think... I uh, we've we've gone into lengthy rants about how lame it is for Cartoon Network to do that but yeah, it's hey. just they never gave that show a chance. No
1: chance in hell. Always disappointing to see that. Mhm.
3: You would think because they spent yay so much money on it that they would, you know, try to make it work. But I don't know, maybe they were just thinking, "Hey, we could just write this off and get our money back, and who cares? I don't know it It kind of seems to me like actually, I'm gonna say this is very likely the case that whoever greenlit this show stepped uh stepped away or stepped into a different position, and then whoever came along to continue making all of this happen just didn't want it yeah. at all, didn't want it in the <laughs> in the least bit. And there's also been arguments that uh, certain shootings may have been involved in certainly the censorship of the show, but also in the network's overall indifference to it. And that's a shame. And now it's time for our listener mail. Remember, you can send us thoughts on... Well, not Space Dandy anymore. (laughs) You can send us thoughts on the Attack on Titan and Helsing episodes and anything else on Toonami, or about the podcast by calling us at 585-487-8277 and leave a message. Let us know who you are. Give us your Twitter handle if you want. Maybe even say where you're from.
4: Don't worry, I'm not going to look for you.
3: He's totally going <laughs> to look for you. Especially if you don't tweet. I brought it back! And <laughs> They, know me they say too. I don't pay attention. So here's your voicemails.
6: This is Matthew Morgan, lifelong tsunami faithful. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. My Twitter handle is at mcolmorgan. Probably won't find that. This past Saturday, I saw the uh, Beware the Batman marathon, and I was never a big fan of the show. always saw the first few episodes. I was always kind of stuck in the shadow of, the animated series from back when I was a kid. The last four episodes actually kind of made me think, wow, this thing has potential. And uh, it's unfortunate that Cartoon Network is writing it off. It's sad to see that go. So right, in true fashion, right when I see it, I end up liking it, and then it ends up going away. Well, and then Dandy, and then Attack on Titan. All in all, pretty sad night for Toonami, but at the same time, an epic night for sure with the new Dreams promo. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of Tsunami. I'm going to finish Beware the Batman on my DVR. Gentlemen, stay gold.
7: This is finale was quite amazing. The only way I can describe it is never-ending dandy, baby. Here we go. That was pretty great. And I'm going to miss Dandy. And if I ever have a chance to hang out with him, it will be quite fantastic. Although, he probably grabbed my booty a lot, but that's Sandy. What is up, Tsunami Faithful? This is the Pride of Malaysia, the Nexus Accelerator, Mohammed Fine Daniel, a.k.a. F.D. You might get to remember me from the Pompous Kilos farewell episode, aka episode 100, which I gotta tell you, it was a really great experience calling it Tsunami's favorite podcast. Now, I'm going to discuss about two topics. First of all, about future uh, Tsunami prospects for power next year or two, this last season we have seen like, quite a number of animes that I can see potentially beyond Tsunami, uh, such as Tokyo Ghoul, which... If animation, graphs like please air the uncensored version. We need more gore. We need more gore. like whew. I can tell you if they air the uncensored version it will be gold. Second it will be Autonova Zero because it's from the creative Modern Magica. Duh. And if you want some Shinichi Watanabe golden hour, it not only be dandy, but terror of resonance. Uh Sankyo no terror. That anime has potential to air on the because one is Shinichi no Wapanabe, and two, I can tell you that anime, if it's really real life, gold. And lastly, is um, basically uh, uh, that, that's all I could think of about other animes that I want to see. Much. Now, the second topic here is about uh, the recent license drop off from Bobby well, for B.R. B- B- the Batman, and um, by titan. And I can tell you, I'm sorry to say this, but with Nickelodeon and um, now dropping horrors like Five, now only airing online, I can tell you the future of American television and American cartoon nowadays looks very dim. And with also the end of Vortex on CW, which means the end of the Saturday morning cartoon block, that could be even worse. So, what do you guys thought on potentially the end of an era for American culture? Because it seems like you're right, Papa The choices of American tunes nowadays are quite limited to Aaron Tsunami. So, yeah. Well, anyways, that's all for me this week. Follow me on Twitter at F A I Z E N Y L. And until then, this is F D saying, if you don't break your limit, it'll. Break
3: you, bang. What's a few more talkbacks, right? Here's some miscellaneous well, some... ones. Nerd uh... Instinct writes in, "I say we need to get Ruby and Kill a Kill on Toonami."
4: I'm sure not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. Well, number one, I'm gonna start with Kill a Kill first. Just to knock that out of the way. Too much fan service, too much butt nakedness, and, yeah, Ryoko's underage. Ruby, first season. um, That kind of animation, voice acting, you know, I'm not knocking them because they did a great job for what it was. Well, for what it is. Not exactly
2: but also, there quality. is a,
4: yeah, and not to mention, there's a lot of movement and action going on, and trust me. That really messes with your eyes because it is just like they need to kind of economize. And the action is good, but can you please just take it down a notch or so? Second season, they've gotten better. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it, it's gotten a little bit better. So, And voice acting's got a whole lot better, too.
3: It would be interesting to see. It would be a little tricky to program, but maybe it's a one-time you know, it's, thing.
4: Yeah, you know, something like that. You know, as an April Fool's joke or something.
3: <laughs> I think they could come up with more creative
4: April Fool's jokes, but... It would work, I'm just saying.
3: Star StarStorm writes in, Hey, where can I fund Hyena Warriors? I want to see that shit on Toonami badly.
4: I don't even know what the fuck Hyena Warriors is. I know what a hyena is, and I know what a warrior is. Well, let me preface this.
3: There was somebody who asked Toonami to play shows about hyenas. And Toonami said, Hyena Warriors, coming soon to Toonami.
4: The fuck this is? it a Lion King? If only. <laughs> Make mine a cub sandwich.
3: <laughs> 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 no king, no king. La la la, la. <laughs>
4: Hey,
3: but you said... Uh... Oh, God. That bit. oh, God. I want a show about the hyenas from the Lion King. They'd be like superpowered. They'd be like uh, like uh, Sentai or like uh, like I guess Roman warriors, <laughs> or Saint Seiya. Know I, you know, warriors.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> Allison writes in, "Bleach should get a send-off. and if when Studio Perot, Perot, puro puro there we go. Piero. Studio Piero gets to animating Bleach again. Possible simul Yeah,
1: well, like we said uh, earlier. Um, stars got a line. Yeah, the stars got a line. We, I mean, just to, in talking with um, with um, Ian and Joel, it's like so much stuff happened to make Space Dandy the best that it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. And. You know, it, it was, it, there was just so much luck that went into space, Dandy. And guess what? Not a heck of a, guess what? You, that's what you need. It was all just a magical experience. Yep. You had
3: Bandai and Bones and Funimation and Adult Swim and everybody involved working their butts off to make that happen. And yeah, y- you can't expect that for just any show. Now, Bleach is a big deal. So, I mean, it'd be who of Viz to make it happen. But they gotta make it happen. And we don't
4: even have more Bleach yet, so. <laughs> it's okay, I've been watching the manga anyway. Well, reading the manga. Can't watch a manga. Oh, Some people just illiterate.
3: Matthew Cole Morgan writes in, I'll miss Beware the Batman, but I must be honest. I'm way more pissed about losing Symbionic Titan forever. Me too.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was a reliable uh, thing to have in the back end of the block. But uh, there is good news. It is available on iTunes still. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Buy yeah, it buy I want to buy it, it, on it on a Blu-ray. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that would Probably
3: be nice. I don't. I think it's bold that they can still sell it on iTunes, even though they can't. Uh, i know not supposed to be making money off it though i guess technically they may never make money off of it with itunes sales probably not because it was a very expensive show very expensive very expensive yes that was nice Darrell was watching doug the other day yes (laughs)
4: now (laughs) we're not gonna do do, do, do. the whole thing? Anyway. And at s At Espada, but why is Dan Space Dandy rerunning? They have already had one rerun. Because it's good for you. You need Dandy in your life. Don't ever ask that question again, or else I will ban you from the internet. Banned. I'm banned. I no ban, not ban, ban. I'm from the military. We can make things happen. Shh, don't tell anyone.
3: (laughs) I got my tinfoil hat right here, buddy.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, sketch, but they (laughs) we implanted the chip that day. You ate that um pizza.
3: Yep, and then, well. Well, the chip is somewhere in the sewer, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Flush. That's all of our uh, miscellaneous talkbacks. So, I guess it's time for some housekeeping.
1: Just before we sign off, yes.
3: Once again, you can leave us a voicemail at 585-487-8277. So do that you can email us at podcast at tunamifaithful.com. you please rate and review the podcast on itunes podomatic and stitcher you can like us on facebook at facebook.com backslash podcast you can follow us on twitter and tumblr at tunami podcast on twitter and tunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. faithful official.tumblr.com also, visit podcast.toonamifaithful.com for all the episodes of the podcast.
1: Although it's easier to find them in iTunes, admittedly.
3: Except some of them aren't there anymore, because we've reached really? the cap.
1: Oh, wow. That's lame I think it's movie? like 100. Oh, that's lame.
3: Yeah, So is...
1: yeah, for the, for the really, really early episodes, uh, go to toonamifaithful.com. Mm-hmm. Podcast.toonamifaithful.com. Or search for them on Podomatic that is also a
3: viable option
1: because all
3: of those show up i think they
4: should we have come a
3: long way with episodes yeah
4: man yeah i
1: know really
3: i've been editing this show for like 14 weeks Mm -hmm. and i haven't Mm. missed a week not yet i jinxed it (sighs) no i might have to let paul host an episode
1: so i could have a Mm. break
3: of course i'm still gonna have to edit it so it's not really a break is it
1: (laughs) no it's not the only way you get a break is if I was to host and uh, edit the show
3: well that's a good idea Jim maybe we'll do that
4: (laughs) maybe you will maybe I will all I know is I'm tired of getting hate on top of the head
3: (laughs) (laughs) totally gonna make this one late (laughs) I hate you so much right now (laughs) no I never try to get things late never it's just not the way I am, but people just don't seem to understand that there is a process. The editing process. It's done when the editing process says it's done. I don't get to decide. It's the editing process. It just overcomes mm-hmm. me, and we go to work. Mm-hmm. And it's done when it no. when it when it says I'm done.
4: <laughs> you know I ain't got to take this, man. <laughs>
3: I'm I'm just gonna. <laughs> Just tell your mom it's supposed to come out on Thursday from now on. And then she'll be like, oh, it's early this week. (laughs) Yeah, she'd catch on real quick. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually going to try and put out an episode on Tuesday last week, and then news happened. (laughs) So we didn't do that. (laughs) But we had a really big show because of it. And we have a really big show this week, which we hope you enjoyed. Now, Jim, tell us where we can find you.
1: You can find me at ZeroAlocard27 on Twitter. You can also find me on the PlayStation Network at Baystar underscore Boy. Um, I haven't streamed recently, so I might at some point. Uh, maybe this week, maybe this coming weekend. I don't know. Depends on if I feel like it and if I'm free. Um... Yeah, don't be afraid to add me on the uh, PlayStation Network. And um, yeah, that's about it. And uh, actually, uh, it's getting to be that time of year again. Uh, I do have, um, I did get confirmed as press for uh, another anime convention for 2014. So uh, your questions um, for J. Michael Tatum, David Vincent, um, I believe Lauren Landa, and Rachel Robinson. Are going to will all be accepted. So you can uh, either tweet them at me on my Twitter account, or you could send me an email to Jim Nelson at tunamifateful.com. And uh, I don't have any goodies to give you guys, but I will. But um, I will be screening questions. So uh, make them good and send them to me uh, at the aforementioned email address or Twitter account.
4: All right, Darrell. Oh, well, you can find me at ukami samurai7 at twitter.com. You can also find me at ukami samurai7.tumblr.com. And yes, I do have an Ask FM people, and that is, um, dang, what was it again? <laughs> um, ukami75 at askfm.com, however you want to do that. And also, if you want to email me any emails, you can do that at derailmaddox at tsunamifable.com
3: the best way to get in contact with me is to follow me on twitter at sketch 1984 you can also tumble with me sketch 1984.tumblr.com you can ask me silly questions on ask.fm backslash sketch 1984 and you can email me your comments and suggestions for the podcast and some of you have and i will be thinking about those suggestions no promises Sketch at ToonamiFaithful.com. With that, gentlemen, we can get out of here.
4: DOSIS!